What up, Leo? I am just trying to fucking survive this, Jeff. Scream right off the bat there. I do not understand if we're going to... Mm-hmm. Is life ever going back to normal? What is normal? I is there a new not, normal? Dude. I, for one, want it to change drastically. This reminds me what of... What do you want it to change to? Well, you remember in Fight Club at the end when they wanted to erase all the debt by right. blowing up the banks, somehow would release, you know, erase all the debt or some shit? Right. That's kind of this. This is like going to... like. Wash us clean. This is the this is the flood for forty days and forty nights. This is the baptism, but it's like not a flood. It's a flood of like of like um, death and and sickness. Is it? It's a plague. Is it? Is it a plague? No, it's not a plague. People just fucking. It's people not washing their hands. Um. Look, the numbers are rising. Um, yeah, they are. I still, but the numbers are still nowhere near. Where they are every flu season for everybody, so that's yeah. Where they're not it, as the death, the death hot like people are like people more people die in in car crashes, and it's like yeah okay, but I feel like um, the reason more people die is because we are all quarantining ourselves and stopping the spread of the virus. Had we not done that, it probably would be rampant death on a, a scale unseen and unheard of. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll never know. I kind of, I, I kind of doubt it. And the only reason I say is, is like I've heard the news continue to try to equate this to the 1918 Spanish flu. Mm. Well, yeah, that was back when Pete, when doctors like kept the same pair of gloves on for yeah. like 17 fucking patients. We've come a long then, way, you know. Kind of. Well, you think you have, but like I, I guess, like I was reading, you know, this was also like an eye-opening you know, um, event to show us how unprepared our medical system is for something like this. Because, I mean, I was reading that, like, nurses are are wearing trash bags as PPE and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Protective... Like stuff. Does that know. really work? Yeah, PPE. It's uh, it's uh, what is it? Um, no, but I'm some just saying. Equipment, like, but <laughs> like, is trash bags really all it takes? No, it's it's probably not. But I mean, it's people something. are just making their own masks, and doctors are just not prepared. And dude, thank God for Pornhub is what I'm saying. Dude, dude. did you see Pornhub Premium is free? Uh, did I see it, son? I've been utilizing. I made two accounts. No, I didn't. But. Oh, um, I was like, why would no, you make I, two? I, I don't know. Okay, I was like, oh, I, I thought maybe, I was like, dude, do I need to make a second one? Fuck. Yeah. I thought maybe there was something cool, but like, no, no I saw a video the other day where like. <laughs> a Pornhub video? Mm-hmm. And there was like. Was it the coronavirus porn? Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> yeah, it was like a brother, sister that were like quarantined together. Oh. And uh, she had the the mask on and she mm-hmm. cut a hole in the mask so that she could suck the cock. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So she was risking it. On another level, so she there. could fucking deep throat that thing. So okay, well, you good know, for her. I had to watch it only because if somebody's still making porn during the coronavirus, like I feel like it's my obligation. Yeah, to watch it totally. You know what I mean? I like, do. Exactly. I don't want to be an asshole. Hey, I get it, dude. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> oh, I, I <laughs> dude, uh, it's the only thing keeping me sane. Uh, that and video games. You you save my sanity. I talked last week about how like I was just playing the old like NES and Super NES, and it's yeah. not that I don't enjoy those games, but they're just very. 
Like they're side scrollers, most of them, and it's just kind of meh, 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 meh. I, mm-hmm. you know, after like they were badass when I was five years old, and that was the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. Yeah, and you'd have to start over every single time you turn the system on. Yeah. So you'd leave your Nintendo on for like two days because you're like, yep. I have to go to school, and then and then and then you're homework, like, and huh? How come my Nintendo doesn't work anymore? No, uh, that shit still <laughs> works, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Unlike the Xbox 360, freaking burnt out after a year. Oh fuck, did it? Yeah, I never had it. I never had. I had an Xbox for a little bit. Like I, uh, I bought a, like a one at a garage sale or some shit. You know why they called it the Xbox 360? Because when you get it, you take one look, you turn 360 degrees, and walk away. But if you were, there would wouldn't it be an Xbox 180? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there was like an internet meme with that. Is it okay? So look, we as we've always said, Mm -hmm. tried and true, Mm -hmm. the hard seltzer. Official hard seltzer review. review Uh, White Claw. Dude, they are not fucking slowing down during Corona. They're they're looking at Corona and they're like, hey, fucking double gun salute. Here, hold my White Claw. Hold my claw. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, bitch. Hold these other four new flavor. New flavors. So we've got lemon. Ooh. Which I'm going to start with. Okay, and I got the watermelon. You got the watermelon, which I'm saving for last because okay. I think that's going to be the best. Flavor. I got it first because I think it's going to be the best. And so I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to save it. Uh, and then there's also uh, a mango. Mango. Mm-hmm. And there was another one. Yeah. We'll find out right now when we get our second one. Yeah. But yeah, wa- watermelon and, and you got what? Lemon? Yeah, because I figured this what is going to be the fuck? worst. Yeah. So I wanted to just get it out yeah, the Yeah, that's like, that's like, uh, it's like shitty Sprite. Yeah, I probably. Don't I don't know. Let's see. Mm. Okay, I would compare it to unsweet lemonade. Okay, this tastes like you got a watermelon Jolly Rancher and let it dissolve in um like tonic water or like just cold okay. Soda. That sounds delicious. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they could have melted like three more and it would have been perfect. But the these white claws they have such a subtle flavor. The the it's not like overly sweet. Mm-hmm. So which um, I th- which actually I kind of like that. It's different because I saw a couple. I was at Total Wine, dude. I spent like. I had to kill a bunch of time because I was waiting for uh, some paperwork to come through. Yeah, you messaged me, and I didn't get the message until way later. And I was like, well, that's what you're like. Which one should I get? I was like, that's the one I would have picked. Because I was <laughs> torn between getting, because we had the refrescas last week, but I was going to get the Corona hard seltzers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they, and I did see, I saw the great uh, friend of the mixtape ambassadors, Dom Detola, will put up videos here uh, for his quarantine. And one day he was talking about how he was drinking a watermelon white claw. Hmm. And I couldn't find any information on it. I was like, dude, is Dom, like, did he slip into senility? Did he, yeah, is the probably. coronavirus eating his brain? I mean, yeah. Is probably. he, you know, Liv Schreiber finally lost his fucking marbles? And uh, then no. Liv Schreiber. Breaks out from within him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I and, knew it. And, uh, I fucking knew it. And then I looked and uh, saw that this was a uh, collection number two of the uh, variety pack. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So I love it. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. White claws. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, whitey. Take that, coronavirus. Nope. That's not the one that works. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. The watermelon, it's it's good, though. It's, uh, it's refreshing, though, because, like... Um, watermelon flavor i feel like is goes hand in hand with like a refreshing you know kind of thing i also have a beer you brought beer i i i, I did have, i'm double fisting as it were i i already finished mine you did i got it's a founders dirty bastard yep and i, I got it just strictly for the name plus the fact that it's scotch. a um it's a michigan brewery it's a scotch ale oh yeah we used to go out with william wallace and watch him shoot lightning bolts out roman reigns <laughs> 
Drew McIntyre drinking the dirty bastard fucking scotch ale. Ugh. But it's... Uh, I, I kind of like it. It's a little scotchy. Scotchy, scotch, scotch it into ta- my belly. It tastes like, like a, I was saying, it tastes like a sweet Guinness. Almost. I could see that. Yeah. It's fucking it's tasty, More of a bite though. than yeah. Guinness, but it's... Yeah, it's got a little bit more of a... It'll put a little more... It feel tastes, little, tastes like I'm drinking two beers in one. It'll, it'll put a little hair on your peaches, for yeah, sure. for sure. Fuzz. You got to do it. Do it up right here. Uh, you know, I mean, it's... This quarantine thing is really... It's about to ramp up. Is, yeah, they is just closed saying. the schools. The governor closed schools for the rest of the year. Yep. So if you were graduating high school, you fucked. Yeah, you let's a- put it this way, dude. This is Tucson. Most kids weren't graduating anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're fucking dumb. I went to the public schools. So till next year, though. So, but, dude, what if you were... I mean, what do you do? Is everyone going to the next grade next year? All these kids? I got three kids in the house all week. Driving me insane. You see them building those fucking Legos over there on the table? Yeah, what the fuck is that that it's, you're building? It's some third-party it? Lego thing, but it you it's like a robot and you hook it up to your app, your phone and on with an app and you can make them fight each other. Really? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, look at this cool thing I got you guys." And they're like, "Yeah." They opened up all the bags, dumped them all out and then walked away. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? When I was a kid, if I got Legos, uh, that was what I did. I used to play Legos and G.I. Joe. You know what they the did, though? Time. They fucking they walked away and they went back to YouTube and they watched these dumb ass fucking YouTubers. It's 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 like Azzyland. She's OK. Content's shit. All those people who who just sit there and react to photos and, and videos of and, and they have hundreds of videos and they always smash that like button. I'm like, dude, you whore. And I told the kids, you never fucking smash those like buttons. You don't even assault those like buttons. You best not don't smash them. Don't touch them. No. That's how pregnancies happen. Downvote that shit. Don't. And then my daughter, she leaves comments on YouTube videos on, on my phone, and I'll get like responses, and so it notifies me, you got a response in your comment, and I'm looking. And, and she just puts like a, a smile face emoji or, or LOL or something. So. And then people are like, what's with the smiley face? No. No. Like, hey, man. Um, this is a kid's video. Why are you watching it, Jeff? 4D, and, crazy yeah, son of a bitch. The Mac 4D. Mac! Um, but, yeah, so they just resorted back to YouTube, which is what they do. They also play uh, uh, Nintendo Switch. They just play Minecraft. That's all they fucking play. Minecraft They watch, they watch videos balls. of people playing Minecraft on YouTube, and then they play it. But the thing is, is they look at them, what they make, and they're like, oh, if you put a Switch here and this little thing, it makes this thing jump, and then it knocks you into this little block and blah, blah. And then they go on the game and they do it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But some of the stuff that they watch, I'm like, what is what is the draw? I don't get the draw to um, constantly watch uh, like other people. Like I've done it, I've streamed, I get it, it's cool, it's fun. But I've done it a few times. These guys do it every day for hours, and they get donations. And then these kids love watching it. I just, I never got sucked into that world. I have found that. With the world where it is now, mm-hmm. I'm getting sucked into things that I probably wouldn't have done prior to. So, sports all over the globe have been canceled. Olympics, yeah, hit the bricks, kiddo. We're mm-hmm. done. All this is these the streamers' time, if you think about it. And dude, right now, this is their time. So, so when's it I... gonna be my time? <laughs> when, Lord? When? When? Uh, during when I send the fucking flood. Like I did, you guys are all Noah who stay Flood inside. Of yeah, 
But I have been. Uh, I always watch. Uh, it's called the United Stand because I'm a Manchester United fan, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a soccer channel. But because there's not as much content and information and whatnot going on, uh, due to the fact that there's no games being played, uh, although England is trying to come up with a solution to that with the English Premier League, uh, they're trying to wrap up their season. They were like, I think, like 15, 20 games. No, actually not even that. They were like 10 games away from finishing their season. And uh, the latest proposal, we'll see if it happens, is they're talking about basically like getting a city, right? Yeah. And just moving all the teams there. And the teams will just play each other with uh, empty stadiums and finish the season. And every game will be televised to give people something to watch at home. If that happens, what? I'm fucking down with the sickness, dude. Like, that's awesome. That's because weird. It is weird. Would they just play every game one after another? Or would they wait for weeks at a time or a week or a month? or? Uh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's not like, you know, they, each team has like 10 games left. It's not going to be like, all right, you're playing 10 games okay. today. You know what no. I mean? Like, it would be like a couple months, like maybe two ha- months I mean, to, to wrap it up. Because you got. You can play like maybe two games a week. Okay. You know, so five, six weeks, you know, stretch it out, do whatever. Uh, but anyway, so I usually watch this channel and he has a like a a sister channel called That's Football. Okay. And uh, he does every day, he does an hour plus stream of him playing FIFA 20 on career mode. And I watch it every fucking day. That's how fucking, li- like, that's how much sports mean to me and it not being there. I'm watching a guy mm. fucking play. FIFA mm-hmm. on YouTube for an hour. So I kind of yeah. get where your kids are fucking sucked in. Like sometimes okay. it's just like you're crazy. But I did see a meme this week and I thought, you know what? That's totally fucking true. Mm-hmm. It's before this virus and everybody was like told to stay home and shit. Like what would happen? Like you'd be sitting home and you're fucking on your you're on your fucking phone. Or you're on your your iPad or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like everybody was looking down at their screen. Uh-huh. And now that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And everybody's like, but I want to go outside. Yeah, the kids are like, I want to fucking go outside. Fuck, I want to go play. I want to do yep. this. I want to do that. I want to go on a hike. I want to go swimming. I want to do this. Well, we can't do any of that mm-hmm. because, like, I, I talked to my buddy the other day, and we've come to the conclusion that either, either, there is this is a big, fat fucking scam, and somebody is is, poor, is perpetrating this, which neither one of us are fully full-on believers on that theory. Mm-mm. But to me, like I feel like the government is just not telling us something. Like They have numbers that this virus has mutated, and like anybody who gets it just fucking toast. Because I mean, the, well, what are we going to do about that? Wear apparently fucking, fucking nothing, dude. Like I, <laughs> stay to me, at home? To me, there has to be a choke point. So, but why would they say stay at home if you don't want to get the virus? Are they weeding out the stupid people? Maybe. Oh, Maybe they're weeding purge, out those fucking those stupid idiots that fucking went to fucking Florida and were like, it's my spring break. Uh-huh. Yep. I hope they all fucking get syphilis and die quickly. I, I hope they got sunburns. Yeah. Oh, that too. And it peeled. Ooh. But not the good peel where you could peel it off in one. No. The no. one that like you have to scrape it off. And it looks like you got dandruff everywhere. everywhere yeah, and it's flaky itchy. bitch. Oh, and it burns that first night you can't even sleep. Oh, oh I hope. Yeah. I hope they all got that. They just like, dude, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you're going outside, you know, to go, you know, go to the park for a little bit or do this or do that, like, I feel like you're fine. Mm hmm. But it's when you're deciding, you know what, fuck that. I'm getting on an airplane, or I'm driving, and we're fucking going because spring break is not canceled this year, bitch. No. And we're going to go down and fucking act like assholes. And, and like. you're going to just drink. Like, dude, everyone, like, this is pretty much, 
a competition of who can get drunk the most days in a row and not change their fucking pajamas or anything in how many days? Like, how many days have you gone? Six. Without changing? No, I change my clothes, but I still don't shower. You don't shower every day? No. I'll go a day without showering. Yeah. I can't I mean, go two days. No, though. I can't. No, I, my no. ass cheeks stick together. You try to peel them apart. It's fucking ass pube net city. Dude, I watch a lot of Pornhub, dude. I can't oh, fake the yeah, funk dude. on a nasty dunk, no. dude. No way. You get stank dick. Yep. Ooh. We got stank dick. Stank dick. You get fucking honey potted. <laughs> uh, honey twatter like, in the fucking... Don't whoop. have sex with a honey pot. No, you, de- so, you never kids. do. Um, how, uh, like... Okay, so, well, how has your life changed during the coronavirus? You don't work anymore, right? No. So you have all this free time. You always wanted this fucking free time, right? What are you doing with it, though? Playing video games. Dude, that's it. That's And the I'm life. watching Netflix, though. Dude, I feel like everyone's being lazy. The la- they're like, ah, this is a reason to be lazy. Dude, every... And I'm, make- I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, proactive about it because I'm staying at home. <laughs> every day I wake up and I'm like, all right, you know what? Yesterday, like for the past X number of days, we've just fucking played fucking Assassin's Creed because yeah. I'm, I'm hooked on Assassin's Creed Syndicate right now. Have you played that shit from night morning to night? Uh, no, no, you haven't done that. No, because I watch fucking Netflix. Dude, I played shit, Final Fantasy like, from morning to night for sure. Yeah, I have once or twice. <sighs> I I try to take breaks though because it'll be like one o'clock and I'm like, oh, I have to eat something because <laughs> I'll make coffee. I'll get up, make coffee, get in a fucking party that lasts four or five hours, and then be like, oh man, I'm starving. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's one thing that, you know, you're like, what has changed? For mm-hmm. me, I never was really a breakfast guy. Okay. Uh, I cook up now and cook. Are? I cook breakfast no matter what time I arise. Uh-huh. It could be noon, yeah. but if I'm making bacon and eggs, it's Ooh. fucking breakfast. Ooh. Uh, my my new go-to is I uh, I whip up some scrambled eggs and I mm-hmm. throw a fuck ton of crushed red pepper up in that bitch. Really? So some spicy fucking uh Just like pizza red eggs. pepper? Yeah, crushed okay, red pepper. I got some of those. Oh, dude, I have a fucking jar, dude. Like, I got the Domino's I, ones over there. I put crushed red pepper in fucking everything, dude. Okay. It's so good. And then... Uh, I don't and, ever season and, my eggs. And you throw yeah. some butter in it, that's it. Yeah. I dude. need to start switching it up. Fucking switch it up, dude. I, I put some... I, you know what I do? We have a little... A pan that's like the perfect size of like a piece of bread or something. It's uh-huh. a little round one. Okay. And you you crack the egg right in it and you just cook it, flip it once, cook cook the other side for a little bit, flip it right over onto a piece of bread, breakfast sandwich. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I like it. But I put some cheese in it. I have like some some shredded cheese. Uh-huh. Uh, once I flip it, put some shredded cheese on it, maybe a slice, like one slice of like lunch meat. And then just give it a little, you know, kick, and yeah, boom, breakfast. Yeah, dude, I've been making making bacon every fucking day, dude. I, this mm-hmm. I had this brown sugar bacon. Oh. oh, dude, I love peppered bacon, dude. Peppered bacon's the shit. Um, yeah. Usually, you only see that because uh, I haven't gone to the fries that have the like the deli counter, not the deli. Oh counter, yeah, you but get the, that thick cut like yeah from the, from the deli, and they yeah. have like peppered bacon in there. Like they usually don't sell that too much in the. Uh, like the prepackaged shit, mm-hmm. uh, but the, I did find the prepackaged of the uh, maple brown sugar, and that's fucking been tasty. I um I uh, called my work. Well, yeah, I called my manager and I was like, "Hey man, I'm done. I'm not coming back." And he was like, "You need to write something." And I go, "Okay, I'll email you." And then our work emails have like a have like a, a block on it. And um, I was gonna write this epic thing, but he's like, "Here's," he's like, "I just need something in writing, but they're gonna do an exit interview with you and whatever you want to say." And I go, "Oh, I'll save it for that." 
So um, they're going to they're going to call me and do an exit interview. But I guess the two week notice didn't go through because of their emails have like a bunch of blocks on it and doesn't accept emails from outside sources. So that he's like, you got to put something in writing. And then today, another coworker's is like, dude, you should have just said that uh, you're not comfortable going into houses for, you know, and you can get pay for four months. And I'm like, well, technically, my two week notice didn't go through. So I still could do that. So I think I got to go in next week. Hopefully they don't listen to this podcast. I'm and, sure they um, don't. They, I'm, I mean, <laughs> odds are they probably do. But uh, Oh, really? No, I'm just joking. Oh, I was like, um, wow, dude, that's fucking cool. I haven't looked at our stats lately, but I know people have been bored and listening to fucking Mixtape Ambassadors. They so, have, man. you know, and I uh, I broke the, uh, I need to do it every day, but like it was just like I've been so into this fucking Assassin's Creed fucking thing, but uh, I put up a meme this Ooh, week, finally. Meme. Yeah, I don't even remember what the fuck it was, but I liked it, whatever uh-huh. it was. It was on good your Facebook? Uh, on our Facebook. Oh, on the Mixtape Ambassadors? Yeah, I finally got off my ass and fucking did some of that, but... Um, let me see. I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, because I didn't see that. I yeah. saw that we, we keep getting likes more and more. Like even my old band that I made a Facebook page for, they keep getting likes too. Uh, dude, man, people are fucking looking for content right now. We are here to provide for you. We're not gonna fucking bitch out, even with this lockdown, dude. I will fucking run the risk of sneaking over here to the mixtape ambassador studio so that we can keep you guys going. Is oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's okay, so it's it's, just, it's it's basically if you've ever isn't seen that the guy from Trailer Park Boys. Okay, it's a uh, Ricky. It says, I don't know why the governate closed all the bars. There's alcohol in bars. Alcohol dis- disaffects diseases and stuff. I mean, it's not rocket appliances. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I love the Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Like, I still have not watched any of that. And oh, I are keep, you serious? I keep getting told, like, oh, you would oh, like Oh, bro. You got to get in on that. I posted this picture today. It's a picture of the dinosaurs and the, and the meteor crashing to Earth. And the one T-Rex says, oh, shit, the economy. Yep. Um, there's that one. Uh, wa- I posted, uh, watched Tiger King. That bitch totally killed her husband. Which yes. You saw Tiger King, right? We're going to talk about it. Oh, dude, this is, this is a Tiger it. King That's, filled yeah, this fucking is like, podcast. I feel like we should have started with the Tiger King. No. I want this to be a, like the Tiger King. I was thinking of topic of titles for the episode. Tiger King something. I don't know. The Tiger King White Claw. We're drinking White Claws. We're going to talk about Tiger King. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a thing. Anyways. Leo but, the uh, Lion. Oh, um, big cat's up in this bitch. Fuck yeah. And I said... Oh, yeah, I watched The Toxic Avenger. Have you ever seen that movie? When I, like, dude, years and dude. years and years, like decades ago. It's on ago. Amazon Prime. They have all four of them. They have a I bunch of, they have Tromeo and Juliet. I watched that one. I don't have Amazon Prime. I love I don't the Tromeo have... movies. You ever watch those, though? No. Fucking Lloyd Kaufman. He made a bunch of Tromeo movies. He, like the Toxic Tromo? Avenger. Tromo? Like Tromo. T-R-O-M-A. What's that? It's just, like, his his film company. Oh, okay. And um, it's all the Toxic Avenger movies take place in Tromaville, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Dude, yeah, I saw the fucking Toxic Avenger like when I was like a kid. Dude, dude I did too. And holy fuck, do you know that Is they, it good? they run over that kid's head and smash it in the street? It's very graphic. Yeah. And I were, I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, I was like, there's this part in this movie. I was like, sit down and watch this movie. Have you ever heard of Toxic Avenger? She's like, no, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, okay. So it's this movie, and I give her a little bit of a background. Troma, Lloyd Kaufman, he makes these movies. They're really fucking campy B movies. He really puts a lot of um, detail in the gore. I think that his gore game is like on another level for as like kind of uh, B movie as his films are. Okay. So, so um, anyways, the Toxic Avenger, uh, there's this part where this guy runs over this kid that's on a bike and crushes his head. And it is so graphic. And I told her, I was like, I saw this movie when I was a little kid. And when this part happened, 
Like we were at a, like a friend of a friend's house or something and it was on TV and we were and my parents are like probably drinking in the fucking in the other room and we were all watching TV and someone put on the Toxic Avenger and we were watching it and it was so graphic when that part happened they were like oh my god turn this off and I told her I was like there's this part in this movie and you'll know it when you see it but when I was a kid I saw it kind of warped me a little bit and then so we're watching kind of. it we're watching it. She's like, mm, that was kind of weird, but that probably wasn't it. Mm, maybe it was that. And then that like that scene happens. And she goes, that was the part. And I go, yes. And she's like, holy shit. It was so graphic, dude. But <laughs> the, the movie is so. I know we've had, we've had to have talked about this before. The Toxic Avenger? No. no. But like when you were a kid, did your fucking mom and dad, like, when you're watching a movie, like, let you watch rated R movies, right? Like, mm-hmm. with violence and whatnot. But then when, like, a titty came out, they were, like, covering your eyes. Did that happen to you? Or did your parents just, like, no, no you can like, check out like the titties? Like, if it was a movie and, it, like, showed the guy's dick, I'd turn around and go, Dad, is your dick as big as that guy's? And what did your dad say? No, he, Damn was, right. like, he, was, he wasn't there. Oh. Um, but they, I think they would. They would say, close your eyes. You know, you'd, like, adjust because you got a boner during the sex scene. I, th- I feel like my parents didn't care, though. They were like, eh, whatever, it's a sex scene. Really? Yeah. See, I think that, like, my mom did a lot of things right. Mm-hmm. And I don't really, like, judge her for certain things that she did do. But that was the one thing that always, like, as an adult, I laughed at her about. And I was like, when I was a kid, like, I watched The Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. Uncut. Watch that movie where the fucking alien, the predator, takes that guy's spinal column from his body, rips it out, fucking shows it, mm-hmm. and like there was so much gore in that movie. Yeah, and then that like, was I, fine. I, that you could watch it, no problem. Yeah, you show a titty though, titty, and we're shutting shit down. Mm. We're fucking yep. pausing. Go the to movie, your room, fast you're forward. Yeah, and I'm like, like oh, that's exactly where I want to go after seeing that. Yeah, I'll yeah. be in my room. Don't knock. Oh, do not. Hey, listen, don't fucking come in my room. Do not disturb. Push your bed in the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Finish a sock. Did you ever have a sock? Like you, a cum sock? No. You never had a cum sock? I did not. We were talking about cum socks today on, on uh, Discord. and um, Everybody was admitting to cum socks? A lot of the guys were like, you ever cut your foot on it? <laughs> you ever stub your toe on a cum sock? It was this weird thing. I don't know. Stub don't. your toe on a cum Stub sock. your toe on a cum sock. That was like their thing. I walked into that conversation and I was like, oh, yeah, but like you, they get like stiff and you like crack them in half and they're like, uh, I don't know. Those are the kind of conversations. I, I, I've heard of the cum <laughs> sock, but yeah. I just never. I'm sure I had one or three, but I think I don't think I reused it. I would wash it. I wouldn't wash it. My mom would. She probably thought you made your fuck? you made your mom wash. My your mom dirty did my laundry, like, she, she dude. Mom. If she w- listens to this podcast, sorry, mom. There but you go. You washed a cum sock at Ooh, some point, definitely. Dude. I don't think I put them back on when they had. Well, I've I got Christ. Would I would fucking hope not. I didn't wear dirty socks the second time. Well, Where else? Not. I came in that one. Why did I come in the dirty one? Why not the clean one? I don't know. Yeah, why? <sighs> so I'm a kid, dude. I wasn't so, thinking so, this through. So you're fucking disgusting. <laughs> I was thinking with my cum sock. You're. D- <laughs> Oh, your shit. disgusting derelict Gross. dereliction for this sex already started with your dirty this cum sock. And really of, went downhill quick. Oh, <laughs> it, it tumbled. It tumbled. Oh shit. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, dude, Tiger King. Let's fucking do it. Tiger yeah, King, the we'll, documentary on Netflix. Well, hold, is, okay, all right. We'll it do is it. flooding. Fuck it, we'll do it live. My Facebook feed is dude, nothing but fucking Tiger King. One of my favorite memes uh-huh. is the one that says the the life. 
the live action description of a ti- of a of a cat person mm. and a dog person, and it was a picture of Joe Exotic right next to fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter. Like they, oh, they're like, yeah. you know, I saw that. And I was like, that's a good one. I like that. For sure. Um, no, actually, uh, my sister, she was a guest on the podcast at one point, Tiffany. She uh, she posted a, 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 a grip of fucking Tiger, uh, um, Tiger King memes. And then, um, so, oh, let's see. Oh, so there's the one video where he's uh, standing on the hood of that truck with the sirens and he's like playing his guitar and it says, I'm going to tell my kids this was kid rock. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then, uh, there's the, the mug shot, you know, where he's, he's got like a blonde mullet. Like everyone has to know what this guy looks like. Joe, what's his name? Joe. I only know him by Joe exotic. Joe exotic. All That's right. It. Yeah. Listen here. It says it's your buddy, Joe exotic FaceTiming my hairdresser to ask how I fixed the cut and color. I gave myself. Dude, that guy, uh, Joe, the meme with the guy with the like fairy in the air. It says Joe Exotic, straight male. Is this my next husband? That motherfucker got married two months after his second husband. His second husband shot himself. Shot himself. Yeah, dude. All right, so let's just let's just get down and dirty. All okay. right. All right. So this is a documentary about people who own big cat, either rescues mm-hmm. or big cat zoos. Yeah, but it's more of like. Cat petting, like you, you could get up cub close. Cub petting, yeah, cub petting. Uh, you could get up close and personal, and they take a picture with the cub right next to you. They pet them, and from listening to the people who go to the zoo, they're like, you, like it is an inexplainable feeling you get when you are that close to these huge, like beautiful cats. And well, okay, but you don't get to pet the huge cats. No, you don't. You get the, the you pet a ones. kitten that, yeah. like, if it bit you, like, mm-hmm. you'd be like, ah, oh, you little fucker, and you. But punch you it. see, you see them get up close and personal with it too, and there's probably some sort of connection there, and it creates, you know, whatever sort of endorphins in your head to where people are like, oh, I'm coming back, you know, three times this year, and that's like well, three hundred fifty bucks a ticket or something. Well, some that's bullshit. like bare minimum. Yeah, a lot of these places, like uh, Doc Antum, who's another. guy guy who had one in florida he was saying like one of his like packages he's like it depends like if the fight if the flight is getting fold up you pay more the closer to the day of the flight Mm -hmm. if you don't fucking book your reservations like months out oh yeah and so he was like some of these people pay 650 Mm dollars to do this and i'm like that's fucking dumb dude yeah i'm sorry there is i feel like if i'm paying that much to go to a shitty ass zoo that's like fucking not even paved or anything I'm like, mm, there's probably some shady shit going on here. I probably shouldn't pay that much money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, so all these people, like, you know, usually when you watch a documentary, like, you're watching it and you're like, okay, well, these four people, they were total fucking scumbags, mm-hmm. but, like, this person had a redeeming quality. Mm-hmm. Nobody in this fucking documentary, which was seven parts, an hour apiece, mm-hmm. seven hours of my life that I, I spent watching it twice. I watched it once by myself Damn. and then once with a buddy the next day. Fuck. 14 hours. I, I watched it straight through, too. Tiger King in it, baby. I watched every episode you back to back. got to. Yeah. Dude, because I every episode, here, here was me at the end of every episode, right? And I was like, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen. There were There's so many no twists and turns. fucking way they can top that. There and then the so next much. episode, I was like, Jesus Christ. No, there's no fucking way they can top that. And like every episode, they so, topped it. So we'll, we'll probably have spoilers and stuff, too. But even right off the bat, episode one, you know he's in prison. Like, they tell you. And then they go, well... 
but they a, don't. But they never tell you what it's for. No, they're like, well, there's a lot yeah, that we have to really like to really tell you the story. We have to tell you go to the beginning or whatever the hell they say. And um, it's mainly about Joe Exotic, the guy with this blonde mullet. It's this gay guy who he's, owns he, this zoo he's in a gay Oklahoma. Who? Yeah, I was gonna say he lives in Oklahoma. That's he's right. Got Sister a, lives. a blonde mullet. <laughs> And yep. he's got two gay or well, two straight husbands who yeah. married him. He married two guys. Yeah, Both two of them straight, straight guys. The one left him for the the secretary. Yeah, he, he he impregnated the secretary, and then uh, one of the guys was like, "Dude, his his husband Travis was banging every chick that worked at the zoo, like, and he was this like muscle bound mm-hmm. like stoner dude from fucking Cali." who pretty much stayed with... like Both of these guys basically married and stayed with this guy, even though they were straight and weren't gay, mm-hmm. because he provided them meth and yep. like a place to live and a place to play with big Bullets. kids. Um, Travis never really worked at the park, which was the California dude. Uh, but yeah, he ends up shooting himself because I think just eventually, like you know, having sex with a fucking gay dude when you're not gay, it just kind of bums you out. Uh, just as I'm sure if you were a gay person, like having like, straight sex you know, with somebody, it would just kind of be like, ugh. Just not in, you know. I'm not into that. And eventually, you know, he so shoots I'm gonna, himself. I'm gonna, I, I get the list of all the characters because I feel like they all have a fucking story, you know. So, all right. So Joe Exotic, owner of the zoo, um, really crazy guy. He ran for governor and he ran for president ran in for 2016. Pre- I remember watching that John Oliver episode where he showed the clip of him in the tiger cage and he's like i'm getting sued by this bitch in florida and I, i'm <laughs> broke as shit i'm a faggot like, <laughs> yeah he's like i'm get, i'm que- more queer than a three dollar bill <laughs> yeah like joe exotic had uh he had uh i you know what a though, gift like to gab it, like yeah at the the doc throughout the documentary it, there's waves it's kind of like i like him i don't like him i like him i don't like him i believe him i don't believe him he's trash he's okay he's not that bad of a guy you go back and forth throughout all these other people's stories that they also tell you about. So um, with him, you're just like, okay, uh, you know, like in the beginning, you're just like, okay, he's kind of like this just eccentric boss that you would have, you know, but then he's also shady as fuck. So you never really know, you know, right, right. So, um, and now, now he's, uh, there's another uh, cat owner. His name's Bhagavan Antle. Um, Doc. Doc. Doc yeah. Antle. He's, he's, he's a doctor mm-hmm. of spiritual fucking medicine or some shit. Like, Whatever. he's not he's even fucking, a fucking doctor. Yeah. He, but he does have something that a lot of people want, mm-hmm. and that is a harem, or oh, as yeah, I call does. it, a fucking cult. So he gets all these hot chicks to be interns for him. And they live in squalor because you talk to one of the girls. Pays them who like hundred bucks a week, or was that what Joe paid them? They both paid like they, about they hundred. I think Joe paid him one hundred fifty a week, and he paid him hundred a week. Yeah, but uh, but Carol, who we'll talk about later, she fucking only accepted volunteers and didn't pay anybody who worked at the fucking park a goddamn well, yeah. nickel. She was a fucking greedy little gremlin, that fat ugly bitch. But anyhow, Doc, I I mean. I don't. Like, Doc was I the don't, smart. I don't hate Doc. Oh, I, really? He he was like 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 they said in the doc. He was like the Joe Exotic, but more sophisticated. He was sophisticated, but like to me, like he was sm- he was Joe Exotic if he was smart, like uh, like intelligent smart. 
Like, yeah, no. Same shit, though. But, yeah, I mean, no. you know, he like, runs a park. He, he li- has all these beautiful he went, women. Uh, he went and lived with a fucking yogi called it Yogiville in fucking West Virginia. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why the fuck are there Eastern yogis living in fucking West Virginia? Oh, so they can convince dumb bitches. What's a yogi? F- I don't know what that is. I don't know that term. You don't know what a yogi is? No, what's that? He talked about it in the documentaries is he went to live with that fucking like guy who does yoga who oh. is like the headmaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am yeah, a yogi, yeah. okay. and like basically most of the people who live in these yogi communities, they're like, if you want to be enlightened, you have to suck my cock, and oh, they shit. fucking convince all these fucking women mm-hmm. that they have to bow down and do what they do. What they do, like the reason I don't like Doc, like as far as his animals and this, that, and the third, like he was better than Joe. Okay, uh-huh. but. I also felt like, dude, having like nine wives, and when you talk to the one ex-wife where she was like, okay, like basically we would live in a horse stall, mm-hmm. and like that was our apartment. Fucking cockroaches everywhere. It was a yeah. shithole. But if and she's you, like, and and people in cults like to say you can leave whenever you want, but like you really can't. And you can't, dude. He was paying them a hundred dollars. Yeah. They would have left with nothing and probably died in the streets, or maybe not. They might have. Or maybe their family wouldn't have well, fucking you, taken you them back. Him, it, it's it's fucking R. Kelly, basically. Yeah, you know, he had a sex cult. He had a sex cult. He made him change their name. He had him get boob jobs. Yeah. Like he's a piece of shit. And some of those girls were really hot, though. They all of them were hot, dude. Yeah. I was like, damn. But nice, he's a dude. fucking piece of shit. And then they had that one guy who was a lesser known character. His name was Tim Stark. Uh, and Tim owned his own little wildlife shit box. Wildlife like, in need. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the fuck. guy was he the guy that was like. He's um, the guy that ended up with Jeff. Uh, what the okay, fuck? Jeff uh, Lowe. He ended Jeff up Lowe, with yeah. Jeff Lowe, who fucked everybody in that documentary, pretty much, and not like sexually. He just fucked them over and was a constant piece of fucking shit. Who I was, honestly who think was the one guy that was like, "Yeah, we killed a uh, an FBI agent, and burned him alive on my property." Oh, that was a uh, Mario something who basically, supposedly, they thought that. Uh, he was the real life Scarface, like that. The yeah, that Scarface yeah. had been fashioned up. I mean, he used to sell cocaine. Uh, he actually was one of the most like because he didn't really have a park. He just had like a private collection because he really liked those kind of animals. Mm-hmm. And he was like the only redeeming person. And he was a shitbag in to begin with. You know what I mean? Like he mm-hmm. sold drugs. I don't think that makes you a shit person. I just think that he found a grift in the system. But um, okay, so he, I didn't think that he was that bad. Okay, so. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about Carol Baskin. Dude, she is a fucking piece of dog shit. This bitch murdered her husband. I don't give a fuck what you said. Dude, <laughs> and fed him to a tiger yep. or put him underneath nope. the septic Covered tank. him in sardine oil. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, right? She was like, uh, tigers don't lick cologne. They just want to drool on it. If you want them to eat something, you got to cover them in sardine oil. And then crazy smile. It's like. Bitch, you fucking fed your husband. Dude, and she made a video <laughs> about how you could get rich either uh-huh. by hard work or by <laughs> accident. And she like cra- like opened her eyes all wide, and it's like, bitch, you killed your fucking husband. Yeah. Well, dude, like, okay, so let's just get into that, okay? okay. First of all, his her husband. Howard, or not Howard Baskin. No, no, it was Don Lewis. Don Lewis. Don Lewis was her second husband because mm-hmm. her first husband beat the shit out of her, which if you meet Carol... I don't know how everybody who doesn't meet I her, punch her I want to punch Carol in the fucking jaw. She is a horrible shit fucking box of a person. And basically, when she was with Don Lewis, they actually bred cubs, mm-hmm. sold cubs, and did everything that she spoke out about in the entire fucking docuseries. She was like, 
I have a rescue. I have a rescue. Her and her fucking husband bought a bunch of tigers and and other big cats. They fucking bred them and sold them as pets. And then she didn't want to be the only fu- or she wanted to be the only game in town. So she tried to shut everybody else down. It was like, I just rescue animals. Mm-hmm. I'm a good person. That reminds me though. This episode is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer. I have just tasted the tangerine. Just open that one. Has a little bit of an orange kick, not like a stinging citrus or anything. No. It's subtle. It's 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 white claw. It's little. Enjoy. It's yellow. Different. Uh, Ooh, pretty. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm drinking the uh, tangerine though. It's not bad. Uh, watermelon, still probably a little bit better okay. than tangerine, but not bad. I'm about to bust open this mango shit. Mango. I hate mango flavored shit. Mangoes I don't like are fine, mango. but I don't like mango flavored things. But Carol, ba- grape flavored. Anyways, oh, I love grape flavored. You better, you better fucking okay. dial that shit down, son. Mango, I'm with you. Grape, right. I love grape. So Carol Baskin. So basically, her husband. Now they talked to his lawyer. They talked to his best friend. They talked to his fucking assistant who ran everything. His assistant basically goes. She says, "Look, I had both Carol and Don's." Mm-hmm. Uh, their wills? Their wills yep. in my office. Mm-hmm. Carol, her dad, and this other dude break into the office. Take it all. Take it all. And then she re- she returns with a new will, yeah. which his lawyer said in 37 years of practicing law, You've I have never, never seen, seen this. Mm-mm. And what it says is, in the event of my death, well, you see that in every will, uh, but then it says, or disappearance. Yeah. Because if the words or disappearance, because they couldn't find a body, mm-hmm. he just randomly fucking disappeared yeah. down to Costa Rica or wherever, mm-hmm. which was like, dude, his van was at a fucking airport where he owned planes, which none of them could have made the trip to Costa Rica at fucking all. Well, and also he wrote, he he went and filed a restraining order on Two her. months before he was fucking vanished uh-huh and like he and his kids were like were on the documentary saying my dad never involved the police in anything for him to do this was a big deal and then he just disappears uh, and they right didn't after. they didn't take it seriously because w- they took it as just a verbal argument she had threatened to kill him on multiple occasions yeah took his gun hit it has a gun of her own here's the thing here's what happened this is what i'm theorizing and based off the uh, off the uh, um documentary so so he was like I am we are getting he he tried to get all his assets in a way where he wouldn't have to give her half of everything. He was basically going to tell Carol, you know what, you money grubbing bitch. Like here's you're not the, get, here's uh, one house and here's a car, I think is what they said. Something and that, like that was all she would have got. And and so he probably presented this to her, um, you know, and said, here's a restraining order. Um it's over, and she fucking killed him. Well, and he, he couldn't do the restraining order. He said I was gonna. He tried to file it, and they they oh, laughed. That's at right, him. That's they, right. The, the judges laughed at him. Basically, that's right. Like, that was before. We don't have any proof, bro. So I mean, he probably just said, "I'm gonna fucking leave you," and then she was like, "You're fucking dead." Boom, fucking fed him to the lions, you know. And 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 there was conflicting, re, you know, like one was like. Uh, one of the guys said you could feed a tiger like a chicken, like a turkey, a full turkey, and there will be no bones. That was left. Joe Exotic who yeah. said that. And then someone else said, "Oh, well, there would be bones, or there would be." And it's like, yeah, but you're not a, you don't live with tigers. You wouldn't know. I would probably believe Joe Exotic over it. Those tigers, yeah, He's they would probably, probably fed everything. an entire turkey. To they would a tiger consume everything, or or maybe she. I mean. The, he was saying, "Oh, he's in the septic tank." I'm like, "Man, he fucked. She she fed him to a tiger." And here's that the tiger thing, too. Tiger. So, <laughs> so I tried the mango, by the way. Oh, um, what do you think? I I don't. I'm not a fan of mango flavor. So, 
That's no. kind of where I'm at. Right. I mean, it's it tastes like mango. You picked it. <laughs> well, I, I I'm trying to get rid of the ones that I think I'm gonna like least. Okay. And then I'll go to Tangerine next, and then I'll fucking finish mm-hmm. up. So you went like the best. We'll and go I think, backwards. And you, I think you're, you start at one end, and I'll work my way yeah, to. The, yeah, and we're okay. gonna see what's up. All but right. uh, Carol uh, kind of scoffed at. She's like. <sighs> You know, so-and-so was already living in the trailer. I couldn't have put him underneath the septic tank. And I'm like, if you watch the documentary, there's like a hole the size of this desk. I mean, it's a it's like looks like a fucking well. Yeah. And yeah, you like could you could have fucking dumped a body in there, dude. Yeah. Like, don't give me this. Oh, well, I hadn't I couldn't have possibly like she basically denies everything and sees it's as wildly fucking inaccurate. But Carol is a lying fucking bitch. Yeah. And she's like, his like, kids are just jealous or something. Yeah. Like well, I'm like, OK, bitch, you fucking crazy so, ass person. They're so, not jealous. So that's what you. we're talking about <laughs> is that. So when the will, this guy disappears, mm-hmm. the Five years you have to be missing before you're declared dead. Mm-hmm. Five years, one day. Literally the first fucking time that she could fucking be like, yep, that motherfucker's dead. Give me his money. Mm-hmm. She did. Wow. And in the uh, in the, the will, it was supposed to be his assistant who was the executor of the mm-hmm. estate. She, no, she, was, she was the executor. She, was she took 90% of this man's millions of dollars, mm-hmm. left his kids with 10%, and then when they were like, I think this woman had something to do with it, she's like, if you don't shut your fucking mouth, you're not getting a, a fucking nickel. I will take everything from mm-hmm. you. So that really speaks to me, to somebody who is innocent, would keep 90% of shit. Mm-hmm. And then fuck the kids over, and then be what like, "What would if you, you do to someone though if that was your parent?" I mean, would you be like, oh, "Well, I have nothing left to lose," or would you just shut up and keep the money? I mean, they didn't. They were talking on the fucking documentary, so I'm I don't like, know. Well, this is all theoretical. Yeah, in theory, it's just like when he would say, "Oh, she deserves to get shot." <laughs> I'd fucking murder that bitch. Yeah, dude. Like, dude, you couldn't have fucking stopped me. And even if I go to jail. I'm not going to let my mom or my dad's death go unavenged by some greedy little fucking trailer trash gremlin who fucking manipulated my dad into money and then when he was going to fuck her out of it, Mm -hmm. decided to fucking kill him, feed him to the tigers, put him in the septic tank, whatever you want to do. That bitch is guilty. I'm sorry. Like, there's more evidence on her than there was on Joe. there, There was no evidence, though. And there was no evidence on Joe either. No, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. like, Joe got fucking railroaded. So, okay. What other guys do okay. we have? What well, other how, about, of- how about her fucking award-winning husband, Harold Baskin? Oh, it was Harold? I thought it was Howard. Well, Harold is Howard. Like- it is Howard. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Howard's a fucking cuck. Do you see their their wedding pictures? Yeah, where he's on a, like in a fucking caveman costume on a leash like a little fucking dog yep. bitch. Yep. Dude, that woman <laughs> is a psychopath on so many fucking levels, and she found her the faggiest... Ooh, Piece of shit, fucking cuckold, mm-hmm. loser. Who, dude? She gets railroaded by fucking big dick mandingos oh. all the time, yeah. and he's just like, he "Oh, watches. I love it, man," because he's a fucking pussy. That guy was such a piece of dog shit. Yeah. The fact that like they sued Joe for copyright stuff, which, and I will say, Joe was a fucking idiot because yeah. it was he, such an easy went, case. Yeah, it was went, stupid. He should just shut the fuck instead up. Instead of fucking just leaving it at that, taking the award and walking the fuck away, Joe tried to put the park in his mom and dad's name, and they fucking bankrupted his parents. Yep. They were already fucking millionaires. So you could have just taken it. You could have done like Taylor Swift, okay? When she got her lawsuit against the guy who was harassing her, she had... So or all this money, she took one dollar and she said, "I just wanted 
like this to go down in records and i wanted to you know the, know that like this person is a scumbag i won and i only needed to collect a dollar to do that i don't know if like, that would teach the guy the lesson though he's dude did it ever teach him a lesson? He never shut the fuck up. And he said continuously, you'll never shut me the fuck up. So yeah. basically all she did was she fucked his mom and dad, mm-hmm. like bankrupted them, crippled them, took all their fucking money, and was a piece of shit millionaire who only did shit because she's a vengeful little cunt. I literally, Carol Baskins, like now that Joe's in prison, I'm, I'm fucking public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. And I would never kill this bitch because she's not worth spending a fucking a day in jail for. Well, but so, she's literally like dog shit on my shoe. And when you say dog shit, like I agree with you, but to put it into some context, so she's basically trying to shut down these other zoos, you know, but she, and she's like, I have a reserve. And she puts her tigers in way worse conditions. Like the ones. Her where, cages were the shittiest. They were of the worst. All it of was them. basically a cage where they could stand there and there was like a, a square, like, cutout that was like a feeding cube where they can stick their head out into another smaller cage and eat food. And that's where they fucking stood. And then the, the, the overgrown weeds and everything, like, it was just. It was bad. And like, look, paying somebody a hundred or a hundred and fifty bucks like Joe and Doc did, that was shitty. She paid nobody a fucking nickel. She would only take volunteers. Mm-hmm. And you had to like You had to work for a year to get the yellow shirt and, and then, then you had to do that two for years. It. But they were doing it for free. I was like, no. And I was like, dude, she is the fucking scum. And like, but the, she, it wasn't a fucking reserve. It was not. It was way worse. It was her backyard. Dude, and if you look at what that said. Okay, on her thing. Big Cat Risky. Mm-hmm. Non-profit. Dude, I that, went to their fucking Facebook, by the way. No, you did not. Yes, I went to, I fucking had it up, and it fucking just shut down right now. But, okay, so. Dude, I, she basically said she's non-profit. That bitch makes a $1.5 million a fucking year. Yeah. Minimum. Okay? She fucking gets checks from Facebook by the way, by oh, having yeah. so many Her fans, that greedy little fucking scissor fucking ugh. Carol Baskins is literally one of the worst people I've ever seen on film. She is trash. She and, and sucks. since this documentary came out, uh, the comments have been golden on her Facebook. Oh, let me hear it. Um, Come on. So, well, here's the thing. So first, she she writes this this long. Let me. Uh, it's from the Big Cat Rescue Facebook page. Let's, let's hear it. I'll read it to you. So it says. It was actually posted yesterday, so they must have been recently getting a lot of backlash. Lies in Netflix Tiger King regarding disappearance of Don Lewis and other misinformation about Big Cat Rescue. All right, let's hear her out. When the directors of the Netflix documentary Tiger King came to us five years ago, they said they wanted to make the Big Cat version of Blackfish, the documentary that uh, exposed the abuse at SeaWorld, which I did see. Did you see that one, Blackfish? Uh, I will never go to SeaWorld after that. Yeah, so that would expose the misery caused by the rampant breeding of big cat cubs for cub petting, exploitation, and the awful life the cats lead in roadside zoos and backyards if they survive. There are not words for how disappointing it is to see that the series not only does not do any of that, but has had the sole goal of being as salacious and sensational as possible to draw uh, viewers. Here's the thing. Maybe they started out that way. And after learning, like if it if you were the director and you like started out with that mission statement and you learned everything. <laughs> OK, so to be clear, mm-hmm. the director 
of the documentary is talking to Joe. He's talking to Doc. He's talking to Mario. He's talking to other people who wish she is saying they're so, so evil and I'm a fucking angel. Okay. She killed that's, her husband. <laughs> that's what she says. Literally the entire documentary. I've never done anything wrong and everybody's always out to get old Carol. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, bitch. You killed your husband. And all three of these people, when they're interviewing, they go, yeah, like Howard's her third husband. Her second husband is the one where she got all the money. He's fucking missing. And the director literally goes, wait, what? He had no fucking idea that Carol was the fucking sister, the spinster fucking bitch that she is. Mm -hmm. And basically... She was fucking grifting the system, and then she's all pissed off from this Facebook post yeah, because the director found out she's a lying fucking cunt and was like, no, that's a fucking story because you're a fucking lying bitch. Like, even the cops in this documentary are like, look, we have no physical evidence, but this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, a billion, like a guy who has worth as much money as this guy, like, they would have found a fucking bank account drawn out this way or that way. Like, they found zero traces of this guy because she fucking killed him. And so she goes on to say, as part of that, it has a segment devoted to suggesting with lies and innuendos from people who are not credible that I had a role in the disappearance of my husband, Don, in 1997. The series presents this. Hold on, pause. Okay. You mean not credible like his fucking kids? You psychotic bitch. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Not credible. And, and you know what? Like I was talking to this with my friend last night when we were watching the documentary. I said, if she wanted to fucking like come out of this a little bit better, you know what would have been the easiest way is to split his estate 50-50 with his kids yeah. and her and be like, hey, yeah, what da, kind da, of piece of shit But is when that? you fucking screw them, take 90% of it, leave them 10, Change and then, the fucking will. And then threaten to take the cut, other 10%. Cut the, you cut the lock, you fucking broke the door down, and you took the fucking will that was underneath the desk and... Changed it with lies and, said, and uncredible and said, this is people. My property. Dude, Carol, I hope you listen to this. I really do. Yeah, hopefully. You That'd won't. Cool. But if you listen, did, by the way, if you do. Yeah. But if you do, literally, fucking, I hope you burn in hell yeah. for the fact that you killed your husband, you either fed him to a tiger, you buried him somewhere else. He didn't just fucking disappear. And the only reason that you did that is because he was going to leave your fucking broke bitch ass mm. in fuck you Tampa and take his tigers, his cats, leaving you with nothing, mm -hmm. and fucking his hot girlfriend in Costa Rica. You were the other woman... When he was married, you know, he was married, you and know, you fucked around with him and took him from his wife. Don't fucking act like you're this Christian angel who fucking tries to save cats. You are a spinster, lie-spindling bitch. I'm like, I feel like I'm channeling yes. Joe Exotic from Dude. prison. Joe, I got your back, brother. She fucking killed her husband, and totally. the fact that you're in prison for 22 years and she walks free is a miscarriage of justice. It just is. So um, she says, the series presents this without any regard for the truth or in most cases even giving me an opportunity before publication to rebuke the absurd claims. Quick, quickly, again, pause. Uh -huh. Every fucking time in that documentary when some shit comes up they ask her about it why would i dignify those things with answers from these people who just don't like me yeah or they're just jealous of me i'm like they are not fucking jealous of you you bitch carol have you looked in the fucking mirror 
I mean, they're Dude, not. They're not. The her fucking kids elephant not. man is not jealous of you. He's like, thank God I'm better looking than that fucking bitch. Give me a fucking break. Nobody is jealous of your fucking lit- litigious. You and your cuckold husband mm-hmm. taking money off of everybody after you killed your second husband. You fucking piece of white trash. Yeah. She says they did not care about truth. The unsavory lies are better for getting viewers. There is no short, simple way to refute so many lies. If you want to know the truth, it requires understanding the history of events in the years before my husband's disappearance and the roles and behaviors of the people interviewed in the series, which I have tried to do as concisely as I can below, but still requires a few pages. See them here. Do we even want to read that or... I'll leave it up to you. I'll fucking listen to anything that bitch has to say. I'm just at this point, I'm sorry. Like, I watched her on the documentary. You saw her roll her eyes when she talked about coming into money accidentally. Like, this bitch is a fucking corrupt, psychopathic, crazy bitch. Like, she is just as crazy as Joe Exotic. She Okay, here's the thing. So, it's and it, it, they kind of touch on it on the documentary because I'm kind of glossing over it. She was saying that there was like a mental deterioration in the years leading up to it. Now, his lawyer was on the documentary and he was like, no, absolutely not. He fucking knew everything. He was a millionaire. Anything he put like like his thumb on, he made money. Like he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew what everything was. He knew everything about everything. He was not mentally deteriorating. And it wasn't just him. It was his mechanic who fixed his van that he mysteriously left at the airport like a trail of breadcrumbs to that, fucking well, that nowhere. Was like, it was his handyman. So he said that he always worked with him and, because he had cars and planes. And he, and he fucking he worked knew. Right with them. Yeah. He was like, dude, he was fucking smart of his whip. His fucking, the lady he trusted with every last fucking nickel, his executive assistant was like, who are you like for years and years and years? Well before fucking psychopath Carol comes fucking traipsing through and flashing her titties and fucking with her bullshit story which i doubt by the way so he, he was slumming for that shit though he picked her up on the street after she was like after she, she got beat no look okay now that's the other thing so mm-hmm. she was supposedly being beaten from her husband didn't he leave his first wife for her or some shit like that yes he did he did yeah but he basically was like bitch i get down like i'm a millionaire and i fuck everything with a pulse uh-huh. and she was pissed because he was fucking other broads. Yeah. And he then would go he down was to g- Costa Rica and bang some Costa Rican whore. Yeah. Well, that was his girlfriend. He had a girlfriend in Costa Rica. Mm. And he was going to leave her, take her cats, which she always loved cats. Which another thing about that documentary is she says, when I was a kid, I couldn't, I didn't have any friends. Carol, let me just explain to you. You don't have any fucking friends now. You just have people who believe your lies and your bullshit because you're a fucking imbecile. But mm. secondly, <laughs> I thought it was absolutely hysterical when she was like, I had two imaginary white cats were my friends. Now, these cats are imaginary and they're your friends. Why do they got to be white? Mm. How unimaginative, un- uncreative that is. <laughs> you gonna, I had two imaginary purple cats or two imaginary pink cats. Something crazy. Bitch, you had your imagination dreaming up cats and they were two white cats. Aw, <laughs> you dumb fucking skank. Here's the here's a theme, though, in that movie, uh, in the documentary, is like people who own cats, I feel like they get so... like harshly attached to them that they're like you will fucking kill me before you take these cats away from me so i think maybe she got that in her fucking head because he was gonna leave her and take the fucking cats because the laws were less uh and plus 
Carol didn't want to breed cats. She always had a problem but, but with that. But they were breeding cats in the fucking 90s. And or the she 80s. was doing a video in which she described how she had to take the kittens yeah. from their mother right away uh-huh. so they would make good cats. There's that, guy, Carol. That, that fucking guy had a VHS, this old fucking VHS. In his, he sold like, them their first tiger, and she said, we've only always taken cats as rescues. Carol, literally everything you fucking said was proven to be false. Yeah. From anything. They did discredited everything because she was like i'm a i'm i'm in it for i'm here with Peta with you know protecting the animals and just giving them a preserve because they're being mistreated and this but you fucking you were a fucking you shyster you were everybody that was everybody you were just as bad as joe mm-hmm. except for a little less vocal and you they were- have literal fucking video of her Yes. Doing it. That's what I'm saying, dude. Carol, you've been proven to be a liar in 99% of that documentary. And now mm-hmm. you want me to go, you know what? I bet you that the people who made this video, they all made this shit up so they could get Carol. Mm-hmm. Bitch, please. You're right. not that fucking important. All but right, you're so a fucking horrible person. I hope you choke on a dick. So, okay. So, let's let we, we could go on for hours about Carol. Let's talk about... So, okay. For there's comments. John Finlay... So that was the guy. No, hold on. Where are these comments? Didn't you say there was like? Oh, oh you want to read the comments? Oh, dude, are you oh, kidding okay, me? Okay. That's okay. what we. That's... I, w- I went to the next part. Okay, here we go. Um, I like the one where they put the. <laughs> the it was like a. It was like a gif of uh, the Brady Bunch. He goes, "Sure, Jan," because like, she's just. Oh, uh, there's just people. Hashtag where is Don? Hashtag justice for Don. Hashtag lie detector test. Ooh. Um, yeah, she would never oh, do there's that. There's a there's the picture of uh, the, the sardine the can. sardine can getting opened. Um, oh, it's fucking uh, oh, none of my Ron gifts. Burgundy. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> the woman is just obsessed with me. It's a picture with fucking. He looks Joe. like Joe Dirt, dude. Um, hostage video. Um, gosh, I'm trying to load more videos. My internet's kind of shit right now. Oh wait, um, view previous comments. Um, yeah, I mean, is there anybody who has anything to say other than a Let's meme? See. Oh, it's a picture of um, fucking what's his face, uh, Manson. It says murder, murderer, <laughs> murder. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ron, there's does the Ron. any does anybody have anything to say as Gosh, opposed to just a meme? It, oh, there's a picture of a of, of karma and it's going around in a circle. Again, though, but these are pictures. Did anybody <laughs> take the oil? Time? <laughs> okay, so somebody actually wrote I mean, that. Yeah, 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 I'm like, dude, does anybody? I'm, re- I'm trying to. There's, there's, oh, there, Macho Man. There's fucking <laughs> the gift from Half Baked where he says, "Boo this man." Did um, did she kill fucking Don? Oh yeah, that's, that's probably what it is. Oh, there's a Pinocchio nose growing uh, from Elf. You sit on a throne of lies. Um, so gosh. basically, that we're good. Like it's everybody, I mean, nobody I mean, believes I mean, her. And and this is like five pages deep, and it's like twenty four minutes ago. There are people just rampant because nobody posting. fucking believes you, Carol. You're an idiot. <laughs> Joe Exotic for president. <laughs> Dude, that was some of the oh, dumbest shit the, I ever saw. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. <laughs> this is the yeah. fucking. Oh man, there's the the comments like like thirty minutes ago, and I'm like seven pages, eight pages in. Everyone's just tagging. Um, everyone but dude how how long do you think it's gonna take before <laughs> hi kittens and friends of cats miss fucking carol who does her bullshit videos every day how long before she fucking takes a break from facebook because it's nothing but that hashtag you may be going to jail i hope so 
I hope they could find some fucking physical evidence and get that bitch. Because it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. And part of me is a little bit jealous that I didn't think of feeding somebody to a tiger like a fucking asshole to get rid of the evidence. But um, Yeah, the comments are kind of real. They're just a lot of tags, a lot of Hillary Clinton gifts. Okay. <laughs> she has a disease. It's called liabetes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. All right. All right. Anyway, okay, so, so the next guy. All right, so so we got John Finlay. That was his first husband, the guy that sat the guy, there. The guy that had no teeth. For some reason, with his fucking shirt off during the whole interview, is like, let me just take my shirt off during this interview. And uh, that guy was like, yeah, yeah, he he was all methed out, dude. He was his first husband who left him for the gr- the the chubby girl working out front. Yeah, the girl who took tickets. And he was just, I guess he was banging a bunch of girls throughout no, the park. No, 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 no. He, he was just banging her. Just her? Travis was fucking anything oh, okay, with a Travis pulse because Travis one. was the like good looking dude. those two. But yeah, that guy was just throughout the whole movie. I like at the end of the documentary where they told him that the one guy, oh God. Steven. The chubby guy, James Garretson. James Garretson. That yeah. guy was a scumbag too. The, like, the walking, oh, he, talking Chucky doll. He was, they told him like, oh, he said that, um, He's a confidential informant. Yeah, he was a he was a he was an informant for the FBI, and he was like, "What? I didn't know that." He's like, all that news to me. <laughs> yeah, in the documentary, oh, that's look. where the guy heard about him oh, being look, an FBI informant. It's like, what? That was like where how he's in prison. Now there's I, a fucking informant in this whole thing. Okay, we'll get to that once <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, once yeah, we yeah. We'll break down there. the characters. But quickly, I'm like, John Finley. I kind of felt bad for in in the beginning. Yeah, because I, I was too. like, bro, dude, like he was a like, meth addict. He didn't know no better, and he was just sucking dick for some free meth. Mm-hmm. Poor bastard. But the fact that he testifies against Joe as an asshole, mm-hmm. I was like, bro, dude, like he fucking did a lot for you, and you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I'm like, Eat that a guy dick, was like bro. kind of just describe. I mean, he had an insider, you know like view of everything so too, okay so. look so the things that joe goes to prison for which we'll we'll get the into the full story he goes a murder for hire because supposedly he pays somebody to kill carol mm-hmm. and i don't want to mention the the amount until we get farther down in this story with yeah, the rest of the cast of characters guys. we're getting to the guys involved but i'm like dude that to me made me laugh hysterically because it's not fucking true it's not possible nobody would take that kind of money and nobody would give that kind he, of money like he was saying, like I hate her. I wish someone would kill her. We should kill her. This is how we should kill her. Blah blah blah. But it was kind of like an idiot saying, like, mm, you, I mean, he would fucking post videos online and be like, saying, "Carol, like, I want that bitch's head in a jar." Yeah, like Fuck I'm gonna you, shoot. Carol. I'm gonna shoot this fucking dummy, and that's her right there. Blah blah. Like, and it's crazy. And it's like, eh, dude, you're fucking playing with fire. Because like, if like something did happen, you would be suspect number one. Okay, something technically didn't happen, but the government said it did, yeah. and they took all of the those videos which leads me to believe that either his defense attorney was in on it or his defense attorney is a fucking retard because the first thing i would have said as his defense attorney and i know maybe about 15 to 25 percent of the law but what i do know is those videos were prejudicial they had no basis in reality or fact and you are by showing those videos you are making him guilty already which videos the videos of him, he's like, I hope Carol dies. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, bitch. Like, whatever. Guess well, what? Here, here's what they said they did, though. They said that they painted him as like an animal abuser, a cat abuser. And they said that right. alone 
will make people hate you. So exactly. whatever they they also and, tack and that on. was the, and that was the other thing too. So the murder for hire, the case as we'll talk about, was so fucking flimsy. He would have been out. Of, he would have been out having a steak dinner in fucking ten minutes yeah. because it was such a fucking mountain of bullshit mm-hmm. that was not fucking based in reality. Not even a fucking little bit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But that would have fallen apart. So what they did was Carol had been talking the entire documentary, which went on the space of like four to five years. He keeps selling tiger cubs. The government didn't give a flying fuck she about him selling tiger make, cubs. She was trying to like bring forth and the they fact never that- gave a fuck about it until the government was like, you know what? Our case is dog shit. Joe Exotic is walking out of this courtroom, and we're looking like a bunch of fucking chumps. Well, they were trying to. So, so they, they were trying fucking, to. Fucking look, and I've talked to people about this. I've looked it up into law. If if this this was a state crime, mm-hmm. you cannot take his animal problems and fucking sync them up into the same goddamn trial as a murder for hire. They did. You would have had to try them murder for hire, fucking cub shit. That was they what put had it in to the happen. Same, so but that with way the it federal government, like you guy. can fucking suck the dick together, even Ooh. though it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. It has nothing to do with the other. Well, I like the part where they said that Doc brought in animals to the floor of like all all the senators, and they all posed with pictures with the baby cubs. And then they're because like, Carol- "Well, shit, now I can't say I'm against it because then I'm a hypocrite." And I was like. Fucking genius, dude. That guy. that was really fucking. <laughs> it fucking was a doc. smart play. Killing it, dude. Okay, so who else we got? Okay, so, what are the cast of assholes um, do we got left? Let's see. We got uh, Rick Kirkman. So Rick Kirkman, he was the producer. he actually was a pretty decent guy. No, I yeah, he, he used to do what uh, Inside Edition with fucking Bill uh, O'Reilly? O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, and he was like, that guy's crazy. <laughs> but so so anyway, so he was like, okay, this guy Joe Exotic hired me to help him sh- shoot his so joe had his, his online, own shoot his online tv his show online, called joe exotic yeah, TV. they said that it never had more than like maybe 80 viewers which is pretty impressive when you look at mixtape ambassadors numbers no because we're beating him <laughs> and we don't have big cats <laughs> yeah. listen here joe i love you mr exotic but we are two fucking fucking yuckles from fucking tucson and we have more than Definitely. 80 viewers so fucking suck a dick so um so he where's our fucking Netflix but special? He, but he had him sign a contract saying that, you know, I'm also going to shoot a documentary behind the scenes of us doing this. And so he was like, I have this fucking million dollar gold mine, you know, document or not documentary uh, reality, reality show. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, wow, like it's so good. He was like, I have this video videos of him like fucking shooting shotgun shells into like explosives and blowing up like stuffed animals thermite like yeah uh, uh, uh little dummies of this girl carol and like i don't know but he, and so fast forward down the line all that footage gets destroyed because uh joe they had a studio on site which also housed the alligators there was a yep. arson fire which burned everything in the studio down as well as the alligators and, which and by the way is why who do you, i who think, do you think did that joe Totally. He, he did. I think Joe paid he, someone. Well, yeah, he because he was out of town, mm-hmm. conveniently when it happened. Joe fucking paid for that to happen. Yeah, one hundred percent. Look, like I said, how would someone know to fucking fire that shit? In up? this documentary, nobody has a redeeming quality. They're all yeah. fucking scumbags. But yep. that doesn't take from the fact that the federal government took a fucking gold carrot dildo and jammed it up Joe's ass. So Rick Kirkham, he was like. 
Uh, well, well, he so was all fucking... of his stuff got destroyed, but there was also that clip where, for some reason, Joe goes to his lawyer and is talking to him, and his lawyer's like, well, where's all the footage? And he's like, it's in my studio. And then he goes... He goes, did they back any of that up? No. He goes, do you understand what I'm saying here? And he's like, yeah. And then, like, the fucking week later, that shit burns to the ground. And then Joe's like, whoever did this, I'm offering a $10,000 reward and blah, blah, blah. You killed my gators, which is why I think that, was it uh, John? Who's the guy that his boyfriend, his first husband? It was, we was just it said John Finley. John Finley. He, th- those gators were John Finley's. Like, he was the gator king. Yeah. And I think that's why he testified against Joe. Uh, Personally. Mm-hmm, probably. And so, okay, so then Rick Kirkham after that was like, fucking, he's like, I'm out of here, fuck because you. Because Joe blamed Rick and said yeah. he took money from Carol. What a shitty, he, he, yeah, shady as fuck, yeah. All right, so John Ranky, he's the guy that doesn't have any legs. Right, which everybody thought, he goes, everybody thinks it's from the Tigers. He's like, I fucking had a bungee jumping accident yeah, or something. Yeah, ziplining accident. Ziplining accident. He fell 50 feet, broke his fucking legs, but still had him, was uh-huh. walking on him, but it was bone on bone. And eventually they had to cut amputate his legs. And yeah. He had like these crazy fucking fake legs. That guy though, he seemed like a decent guy throughout. Like towards he the did. end, you find out like he's like, I just left my wife and fucking started over. I he's think driving he was, a sweet ass he, fucking prowler. Or I think he like was that. just crazy. You know I, what I mean? I think he had a midlife crisis. I think I think all of this fucked him up. And yeah. he was well, like, and, I have to fucking just and, erase and, everything and, and, and start over. And you know what's funny is is so John Rinky was basically he was Joe's right hand man. Yeah, he was. He was there for 14 years working at the he zoo. He was a manager at the at the GW Zoo. And guess what? He was never called to testify by the federal government, somebody who was on site and would have had privy. That's been right. Privy yeah, he, he was the, the one inf- that was like, they didn't want to ask me anything. I feel like they should ask me. I know a lot. Because they asked Eric Cowie, the fucking blonde-haired long dude that was that like, That guy was a fucking dickbag. Yeah, but he, he also had a connection to the Lions, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But... Yeah, that that guy John, he just didn't um the, because he didn't want to give the government the answers they were looking for, so they didn't I think that's fucking what it have was. him testify. I, th- I think his his testimony didn't mesh with what they were trying to say. Exactly. And I think that like they didn't really go into detail about that, which we'll talk about other people who didn't testify or did and fucking knowingly lied under oath. Mm. Well, what uh, about, well, let's later. talk about, so, okay, Kelsey Saffrey. That's the girl who got her fucking arm bit off. Dude, that chick's the fucking savage, yeah, bro. Yeah, she is. That chick's hard. she got her too. fucking hand bit off fucking seven days later. Five shows days, back up. Shows back up after, so her hand was, like, completely ripped to shreds by a tiger because she put her hand through the cage. But everybody in the media was like, fucking, these tigers need to be put down because this guy can't own them, and this mm-hmm. is fucking what happens. There, and he was like, blah, I can, blah, blah, I'm blah. never going to, uh, what was he, what did he say? Oh, oh shit! God. I don't think I put it on the. No, board, you did, didn't you? I I got it here. Watch, I'll put it. Go on. T- uh, tell so, me what you think about her, though. Uh, well, dude, she showed up five days after getting her arm amputated. The seven days, I think it was. Well, it was seven total well, days, she, and she they were like, we can we can do fucking two years of rehab. Surgery, yeah. You can keep it. Which mm-hmm. to me, dude, if you saw the clip of her hand, I'm like, there's no way that harm was ever fucking being saved, dude. That fucking tiger ripped the shit out of that. And uh, but yeah, like immediately right after her hand is bitten off, she gets put in an ambulance. This is what Joe mm-hmm. decides he's going to drop the knowledge of. 
Did you have? Do we have? I don't know. I didn't. I don't have. Oh, we'll do it next fuck time. Fuck me. I know. We we're like editing fucking sound bites, and we didn't get any of we, them. They're on my computer, but I never put them in my Dropbox to drop oh, them into the soundboard. Fuck. Yeah. Anyways, basically, he just talks about how he's never going to financially recover hmm. from this scenario, okay. which we thought was going to go really well with the coronavirus, but we totally fucked. We. There it is. That's I got that one. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of who also wants Joe out of prison is Cardi B. Oh yeah, she, she came she out, posted a whole thing. But anyways, so so, so Kelsey Saffrey, what did what was her nickname? Was it Saffy? Saff Saff or something? Saffy. Or? And so or she Saff. she was pretty hardcore. She was just like, dude. She was dope. She and seemed you, like a like a chill. She chick was she was, was actually the only redeeming quality in this entire fucking. She was just thing. like a fuck. She worked there. She probably had some shit going on in her life. And he but, was like, hey, you want to work on this fucking? But what she zoo? said at the like, end sure. was, she was like, this war between Joe and Carol and the government and all this stuff. She's like, the animals certainly didn't win. Which yeah. is my whole oh, thing. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Carol is over here on her soapbox talking about what the animals. And I thought this was going to be mm-hmm. like blackfish and blah blah blah. I want to see the receipts of all the millions of dollars that you make every year that you donate to fucking stopping the the killing of the rainforest and to stop the poaching. You don't fucking spend a goddamn dime helping these people because you're a greedy fucking. A couple of them are saying that though. Like, well, wouldn't it? Wouldn't all this money be better spent? Like keeping them in their natural environment, like you probably could have spent all the money that you spent on that this they investigation. They did court fees yeah. and all this shit, and we could have fucking helped these animals. But yeah. guess what? Carol doesn't care about them. Joe doesn't care about them. Doc doesn't give a fuck. They're all fucking people in it for money, man. Nobody in this documentary is a good person. But we have a couple more assholes to get to. Are we are we up to Jeff fucking Low yet? Oh yeah, let's talk about Jeff. Dude, Lowe. Jeff Low is that guy's a the biggest douchebag. He, I honestly think he's the scummiest. Like. Him him and Carol are a fucking like neck and neck tie for the fucking scummiest people in that documentary. Dude, so, Jeff So Jeff Lowe comes in, shows up one day when when um um Joe, Joe lost a lawsuit in which he owes Carol a bunch of money. He's fucking tapped out financially. Joe Exotic is is down and out. And then in comes this guy Jeff who's like I I have all this money. I can I he can drives help a you. Ferrari. Yeah, he's like, got a mansion in Las Vegas with his fucking hot ass wife Lauren, oh, who man, they're swingers, yes. yep. and they both fuck anything with a pulse. Mm. And uh, they take these lo- these little tiger cubs and they put them in Louis Vuitton luggage, mm-hmm. take them up to rooms in Vegas, and be like, "Hey, hot baby, you want to come up and pet a tiger?" And mm-hmm. then they fuck these people. I'm like, these the, both both Lauren and this guy are both fucking scumbags. But Jeff is the biggest scumbag, and you want to know why he is? Because Jeff Lowe doesn't have any fucking money. Yeah, it was all he bullshit. Cons it was a rent, rented mansion. He was behind his lease on his fucking Ferrari. Sold, sold a sold a stolen Hummer to the other guy. No, no, no. That was fucking Chucky doll. That was oh, Fat yeah, yeah, Man yeah, who sold right. the, sold the Hummer but they, to Rent. They were like partners in crime, though. Dude, Jeff Lowe became partners with Joe Exotic, and then he fucked bend over Joe Exotic and fucked him in the ass. Then he became friends with uh, this. Um, Steven guy or no no what's it what's the guy's was it it wasn't Tim Stark was it no 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 that's the last guy 
Who's the guy who's... J- James Garretson. James Garretson. Alan Glover. No, no, no. James Garretson. James Garretson's Okay, that was the that was the next guy that he becomes partners with. He fucking gets what he needs from him, fucks him in the ass, kicks him to the curb. Then Tim Stark shows up at the end when he's got all the shit. He mm-hmm. fucks him in the ass Helps, try and, and walks him. away yeah. and goes, why is everybody thinking I'm this and that? Blah, blah, blah. I fucking... Dude, meanwhile, the entire yeah. fucking time... Hey, listen here, fucko. You act like a tough, straight-up gangster. You've never killed any anybody in your life and the only <laughs> thing you've ever done is lie to people and con people jeff Lowe, you're a fucking low rent piece of dog shit trash who is uh, who's been fucked in the yard so many times that you come out acting like you're fucking the hardest motherfucker from cb4 jeff Lowe, you're a fucking old balding cunt who tricked a fucking hot young chick into fucking chicks and let me tell you if you didn't have the tiger cubs or lauren you wouldn't get a stitch of pussy you didn't have to fucking pay for you fucking loser piece of trash con artist and if you didn't have anybody to con you'd never have a nickel in your life you've never worked a day in your life you and your fag boy alan are butt buddies in prison and that's why you guys were the bestest of friends go fuck yourself oh very nice very nice i'm like dude I, when i started watching this i didn't feel like that i was gonna get as hooked in as i was <laughs> but i literally like can't stand most of these people they're all scumbags dude joe exotic scumbag but jeff Lowe, what he does is he shows up pretending to have money mm-hmm. so that he can help joe exotic fight carol mm-hmm. and so to prevent carol from taking his zoo joe exotic transfers the zoo to jeff's name and then that's when jeff pretty much goes oh ho Fuck you. Yeah, but Joe Exotic forged his fucking name on checks to fund his his his, his uh, campaign. His campaign. Right. And he fucked him over. But the but thing he is, didn't. Is a, but he didn't. Because nothing has happened to Jeff Lowe. Well, the thing is, is um, Jeff Lowe, I feel like he kind of de- deserved it. Oh, you know? dude, he deserved far worse than that. Yeah. Literally, if an entire cell block held down Jeff Lowe and fucked him in the ass, and there was like... 2,000 convicts in that fucking cell block, he still wouldn't even come close to the amount of karma that that fucking piece of dog shit requires. Okay, first of all, you're a piece of shit for taking these tiger cubs in fucking luggage, sneaking them up in hotels, which is what he got in trouble for. Yeah, he got busted. So he got busted and was in trouble. He got busted for driving those party buses around too yeah yeah that and oh what else did he do oh the wife that he had before he had his trophy girl Uh, lauren he he fucking choked and beat the fuck out of so you're a fucking woman beaten piece of shit jeff Lowe. and you know what i hope that you get fucking just held down and grudge fucked by every person who ever fucking you dude you did over so what he does is he fucks joe exotic takes a zoo he works with this guy alan who he brings in to be his handyman when he takes over the Alan zoo. Glover. That Alan guy Glover. Alan with, with a fucking teardrop tattoo. Yeah. That guy that guy kind of looks like my dad. <laughs> no, he does not. He kind of does. Dude, I got to show you a picture. You're going to have to show me a picture yeah. cuz that guy is a fucktard and a half. Anyway, so, well that guy was like he's like I just fucking showed up, I worked and blah 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 whatever. So and- okay, so a little backstory. Literally what they when they talked to Alan Glover, he's like, "What did I think of Joe Exotic?" I mean, we were all right for like two minutes, and then he was a fucking piece of shit. So basically, yeah, anything like Joe Exotic would go, "Hey, I need you to do this." He go, "Fuck you, stupid! I don't work for you. Yeah. I work for Jeff Lowe. So fuck you." And now, then Joe Exotic would be like. He, and, and he Jeff would call Jeff Lowe, and, and he'd be like, Jeff, dude, what the fuck, man? He says he don't work for me. And he's like, well, technically, he doesn't work for you, so yeah. fucking listen to what the fuck I say. So they were working working in cahoots as buddies together. So now I'm being led to believe that this guy, Alan, whom hates Joe, 
They don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Fucking Joe is constantly like, I don't like fucking Alan. I don't want him to go. I want him to be gone. Yeah, he didn't like him working at a zoo because didn't like him because he, he first of he all was just like a handyman. First of all, when know. he gets hired, they they ask Alan and he's like, Yeah, I've never even been to a zoo. Okay, so this is the guy who's building your enclosures, working as a handyman in your thing. Yeah. He's never even been to a fucking zoo. He has no fucking business working here other than the fact that you're a con man and you need another con man to fucking ride your shit and that's why he does it so i'm being led to believe that alan a person that joe hated and meanwhile fucking alan hates joe he basically told jeff he was like hey we're gonna be cutting down this tree is it cool if i drop a chainsaw on him because fuck joe exotic Mm -hmm. he's a piece of shit yeah so joe exotic supposedly supposedly pays Alan. He's going to give him $5,000 to kill Carol. First of all, nobody is killing anybody for $5,000. Yeah. That's the ridiculous it's, amount. Someone made like a, a comment about like, that seems like that's like $100,000 or something like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, first Alan was like, like towards the end, he was like, yeah, you know, um, he gave me the money and he I gave took me three thousand dollars yeah, because he, he couldn't come up with five. Couldn't grand. come up with it, so I just said, and then I took the money and I said, "Fuck you," and I went to like go strip club. Yeah, uh, yeah, I went South to, Carolina. Yeah, I went to South Carolina. And I, I never even went to Florida, and he's I on, never, he was recorded on the phone saying, "I, I never, never even went to Florida." I he could have paid me a million dollars, and I never was gonna kill anybody. Yeah, I, I wasn't never, gonna kill her. He's like, I would never even go to Florida on vacation. Yeah, I wouldn't even go there on vacation. Never in Florida. Yep. That was the phone conversation with him and Jeff Lowe when he. I think he didn't know that he was being recorded at that. No, point. no, he didn't. Yeah, and so. And so, and Jeff was kind of like, I, I don't want to lead you down any stories saying something that you don't mean. So I just want to say, what's your story? And you go. And then he just fucking but went off. in another conversation, he goes, we all know this is about getting Joe in trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is about us getting out of trouble. So you've got two felons. Now, also, uh, I'm never going to remember his name, but the fat Chucky doll doesn't matter. He doesn't even need a name. James Garretson. James Garretson was a guy who was also a felon who got popped on illegal shit. Mm -hmm. The federal government was like, we have you bent over a barrel and we're going to fuck you in the ass unless you become a CI for us against Joe. And so, so you know, James Garretson was like friends with these guys and he was like a business partner. He like, he, I don't know if he owned a strip club or a couple or something. No, he just helped manage them. Okay. And so, so they were trying to get him to like invest in something because he had money right and that's and and so they so him and jeff mm-hmm. had their own little private little game and they were gonna fuck joe so now i have jeff Lowe, who's a convicted felon who's a woman beating mm-hmm. cub fucking putting in fucking luggage piece of shit yep con artist who lies to everybody so yeah. i got one felon then i got uh james james garretson garretson he's a felon he's yep. a piece he, of he's shit he's the one that supposedly sold the uh, stolen, hummer. stolen hummer to john ranky the guy with no legs and that kind of came out of nowhere too he's like he fucking sold me a stolen hummer yeah and the guy was like why would i sell him a stolen hummer where like you know what? he goes there would be trial uh, uh cases cases pending i'm like not if they don't have the evidence you dumb cunt. yeah or or if it's like two fucking piece of shit rednecks that like don't really fucking know how to follow through with anything exactly yeah. so now we have two and then alan who had just recently gotten out of prison as a fucking convicted with felon fucking with teardrop a teardrop because yeah. he killed somebody supposedly yeah. supposedly so they try to like get him like they were like oh you should talk to him because he he would probably kill her for you they and- planned 
this whole thing out. Yeah, and they would try to like get him to say certain things and like, well, money has to be exchanged. Right. So then they had to try to tell him. Well, but what they did was is they take J- uh, Garrison, mm-hmm. they give him a, a fucking undercover agent to make a deal with Joe. Oh, yeah. And Joe's like, yeah, I mean, you should probably do a drive-by and kill that bitch or whatever. And he goes, okay, I'm just going to need 5000 now and 5000 when she's dead. Joe doesn't give him a gun. He doesn't give him a burner phone. He doesn't get any money. So the government has no case. Because mm-hmm. Joe's an idiot and he doesn't really fucking know. Because he's not going to fucking do it. Yeah. He's all talk. He wants her to die, but he's not going to pay for it. Yeah. Okay? So he doesn't follow through with it. And the government's like, fuck, we're dead in the water. Yeah. You know what we can do is, you know that fucking first fat convict who had, we can nail his ass and he can go to jail? We're going to make him CI. Yeah. And then, you know what, that Jeff Lowe? He, fucking- he could totally get fucked if we catch him up in anything, which... If you listen to the documentary, so they basically Jeff fuck over all these guys and say, "You better fuck over this other guy, otherwise you're going down." And so Alan in the documentary, did, and, and the thing is, is they wanted the the head guy was like, was fucking Joe Exotic in this thing, and it's like I feel like these other guys should have went also went down, or maybe they should have went down first before Joe Exotic. Here's my thing: if I am a juror sitting on a jury presented with all the evidence, which is none, because there's never been proof that he's given him three thousand dollars other than the words of three convicted felons. No, what he said was he's like, like, like in the court case, they were like, they were like Joe Exotic had an answer for everything, right? Everything these guys said, he was like. I gave him $3,000. Because Jeff said we had to get him to South Carolina and we needed him out of the park. And he was like, and I didn't like the guy, so I was like, fuck that. I'll just give him the money so he can move somewhere else and fucking go start a new life and I'll be done with him. That's what Joe Exotic said he gave him $3,000 for. But but the thing was, was in the phone conversation, it was completely different. Um, Um... who was it? Alan Glover on the phone with Jeff Lowe, and it kept he, showing that recorded thing. He was like, "I didn't fucking." Go. I never went to Tampa. I, I never get, went to Florida. Get, yeah. When the fucking documentary people interviewed him, he mm-hmm. said, "I never ever went to Florida. I never set foot. I went oh, to yeah. South Carolina." He completely contradicted himself. In and the when court, he was in court, he, yep. he said he went to Tampa. He could have taken the shot, but he didn't because he felt bad. Uh huh. And the fucking he, fact he lied. He in lied court. under oath. He lied in court, and or he lied on the documentary. But I think he actually lied in court. He lied in court because the- he didn't know he was being recorded when he was talking to Jeff Lowe. And he goes, "Yeah, I never even went to fucking Florida." He didn't know he was being recorded. How, was that admissible? That had to have been in court. That's why his lawyers are fucking dirtbags. Either that or the government withheld that information until after the trial. And maybe he'll get it on an appeal. It's out in the documentary, though. It's but the like, fact of the matter is, those is, two things completely contradict it's the, each other. And, and you're like, what the fuck? How is this guy in prison? And so why they're. This guy's here and, saying something completely and, different. And he clearly perjured himself. Yes. And you know what? If I was a juror and they were like, okay, so this guy agreed to take money, $3,000, which is a pretty piddly fucking amount. He agreed to take it from somebody to kill a woman. But he doesn't have to face any fucking time. He doesn't get probation. He doesn't go to jail. He has no fucking problems because he testified. Yeah, all these guys, fucking nothing happened to any of them. Jeff Lowe didn't testify. No, he didn't. And why not? Because Jeff Lowe 
fucking is Pinocchio and his nose would have fucking t- reached all the Jeff way Lowe from Jeff Lowe didn't testify at all in court? No. What he did was is they allowed his uh, his statement in to be read into the court, mm-hmm. but what his oh, lawyer they didn't let him testify because they because said that he would have perjured himself. Yes, because that, they cuz the government knew he was a fucking yeah. liar. They were like they would have questioned him and nothing would have fucking added up. Right. Yeah. Because he's a fucking liar. So, what while, a shady while, fucking shit. That, and that's the FBI right there dude, yes. doing that shit. Yeah. That's the FBI flipping that shit so that so that they fucking their entire fucking sting operation didn't fall to shit they made that they spun that in a way in court they used the the you know the judicial system in their advantage to achieve what they wanted to which was to get joe you know in in jail basically someone had to go down for this we didn't and but then they did get to a point where after the, the fact, um, who was it? Like towards the end of the dock, um, John Ranky, the the guy with the the two legs, he was like, uh, well, minus two legs. He was like, I called the FBI and I was like, why didn't you have me testify? Why didn't you have him, Jeff, testify? And they said, this is far from over. So who knows? Because this shit happened in 2018. This is two out two years ago. Yeah. So. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if there's a fucking season two. Oh, my God. I hope fucking Joe gets out and he wins fucking president. <sighs> Anyways. Um, okay. Joshua Dial. I liked this guy. He was the um, he was Joe's campaign manager. Oh, dude. That's the guy I felt the, the worst for because he watched Travis, his second hu- Joe's second husband, shoot mm-hmm. himself. Dude. And there's a video of him watching you, him. You, you, shoot you only see. Dial. Yeah, you don't see his husband shoot. And he was like, he would come up and they would he would always fucking point the gun at us. And I would be like, dude, don't fucking point that gun at me. I don't like that. And um he would did it one time. He was all methed out, came in, did it, and it was like, Oh, I'm just fucking around. And then he fucking shot himself in the head. And um the guy just sits there and you watch the video. You watch the video of this other person watch another person shoot themselves in the head and the, die. The, the look of shock. Dude, that was that was like, fucking that was crazy. real, bro. Yeah, that was wild. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm watching this video of this person react to another person that just shot themselves in the head and died." And that the the guy's reaction was I mean, you, you can't really anticipate how you would react to that, but I feel like that guy reacted in a way that anyone would react to it just seeing like that. It was just sitting there like, this can't be real. He sat there for a couple minutes just like with his fucking mouth open like, oh my God. And then he said something. I don't know what he said, but he... Because he said Travis was a jokester, so he thought it was a joke Yeah, at he first. said at first he thought he was just fucking around, but the fucking guy shot himself in the head. And this is where... I get off the Joe Exotic train. Like I, I like I, like you said. Like you watch it and you're like, okay, I'm with him. No, I'm not. No, I'm with him. No, I'm not. So Travis kills himself. Mm-hmm. He's they're having a celebration of life. Oh my god, yeah. And his mother is sitting there, who worked at the park too. Once he married Travis, like she was there. You're gonna go of- one of two directions with this story that you're saying. Whichever one you go, I'm gonna go the other way. Okay. But anyways, what so happens? So here comes this talk mm-hmm. about Travis and this is supposed to be like his fucking memorial of life. Yeah, he's saying and like, oh, this is a celebration of life. This isn't like a memorial on a bit of blah blah. And then here comes Joe, who mm-hmm. we've not mentioned so far, but he's also 
He fancies himself a country music singer. Oh yeah, he is. He, he is an artist. No, 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 no. Well, no, he no, sings no, music. No. He <laughs> is a fucking dumpster fire of a person that you can't stop laughing at his music videos because if he takes himself seriously, and he shouldn't. Uh, he's not good. It's not funny. It's ridiculous. He made a video called Here Kitty Kitty where he basically has a woman play Carol feeding her husband to the tigers. And he has all these things. But he starts singing this song during Travis's memorial while his... Like, he's making this about himself. Mm-hmm. Come on. I'm just going to have it? Here Kitty Kitty playing in the background. Oh, man. So Joe has always got to make everything about himself. So he's doing the the. He's talking about balls. Is that where you're gonna yeah, go? Yeah, that's why. Go like, ahead, Jeff. I'll talk- let you go. Okay. You go. So so he's he's giving a memorial and he's talking about memories and he's like, yeah, I used to, you know, do this thing and his mo- the guy's mom the the dead guy's mom's sitting there like losing her shit kind of the kids are there, and then he's like and then Joe Exotic's like. Yeah, he used to come up to me and he used to just put his balls. And he used right to out. tell me that it was his job to make me smile. That's why God put him here. Uh-huh. And he would put his balls on my face. Yep, he would fucking teabag him, right in the funeral, like in the in the memorial celebration of memori- yeah. life. And and so, it's like, why would you say that, dude? I mean, and I she didn't know how to react. And then he marries a third guy who's actually gay this time. Two months later. Two months later, he invites Travis's mom. Yeah. She thought it was going to be a big wedding. It's her, the fucking pastor, Joe, and his new husband. Yeah. And, like and then the he used her on fucking <laughs> she, camera. She said that she was a prop, so that way social media would think that, oh, well. Uh, if Joe, if Travis's mom thinks it's okay, then it's okay. Yeah, and then she so said Joe's he's, a scumbag. Never, too. He never talked to me since. So he, he's, I mean, he was quickly looking for a replacement you know maybe whether that was like a mental thing or you know something i don't know but kitty um, kitty the here kitty kitty video though that's where she's <laughs> he got a carol baskin look like that she looks she really, really fucking close like and and she's feeding a tiger meat with a head on a on a platter basically now you may be asking husband. yourself Guys, you've been talking about this for an awful long time. Well, this was seven hours worth of documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this this wasn't a- like we watched an hour and we've been talking about this forever. No, like, no, no, no. no, no. This is We're- seven hours of footage. Like, this was crazy. And like I said, this is a documentary where really at the end, mm-hmm. none of the major players in this were fucking deemable. They all were fucking horrible people. But yeah. the federal government did still fuck over Joe Exotic. And totally. I think that he should get out because... Oh, and then that's the last thing, right? Which one? Is Joe Exotic, at the end of the documentary, after he's been convicted, and they originally said they threatened him with like 78 years. His prison sentence was 22 years. Mm-hmm. But Joe Exotic... Everybody thought he destroyed all this evidence because they kept saying anytime something would get crazy, Joe would you know destroy all this evidence. He had his current husband, Dylan Passage, yeah. go do a uh, thing. He gave jump drives, hard drives, notebooks, yeah, documents, Sa- sales over to, receipts, and stuff over <laughs> to PETA. Yeah, he was like thirty I'm fuck of over the biggest <laughs> players. He was like all of these people. Doc Antum was one of them. Mm-hmm. Which said, at the he end, he said that Doc um, has a uh, he would euthanize the baby tigers after they were they would get too big they couldn't pet. And then he would fucking euthanize them, and then he would burn them in his crematorium. Yep. Which Doc is on trial for those things now. Is he? I just read that today. No shit. So yeah. 
He fucked him over. He was on a what Britney Spears video or something. Or the VMA. Oh, yeah, or and something. he also did, did several movies. Dr. Doolittle. Oh, yeah, he did a, bun- uh, he a, had a bunch, bunch of animals. Movies. Yep. Yeah. Um, in the movie that there was like exotic animals, lions, he and tigers. was the trainer. Yeah, yeah, he would bring that shit in. So, like I said, all these people were scumbags. Um, but the way the government got Joe, if they had wanted to get him on the wildlife charges to begin with, I would have said, go ahead. But the fact that like they just threw that on there because they're fucking murder for hire with three convicted felons trying to get out of trouble was their whole story was absolute bullshit. Well, so here's the thing, though, uh, where where that kind of like flips the script is they said um, that they found five tiger skulls buried on the zoo uh, like plot of land. And um so when they started digging up the zoo after they were tearing it apart after the fact, then they found five tiger skulls. And then he was like, well, yeah, I had to euthanize five tigers. And so I'm thinking like, OK, well, maybe something happened where he had to euthanize them. Maybe they were old or sick or mean or or, you know, something happened. Maybe they, you know, they got some disease and they had to euthanize them and then they had to bury them. There's legitimate reasons why that may happen, um, you know, and and so I'm like I'm not like until you hear the full story, who knows? You can't prove but anything. All, all at this they point. said was, "Oh, we found five tiger skulls. He shot him." And then, um, who was it? The uh, the one guy, Rinky? The, or no? Oh no no no! no, no, no. That was, was that blonde guy. That guy it was, was Eric a, Cowie. Fuck this shit or. or or whatever he said. Yeah, bleh, 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 bleh. he was he, a grumpy cunt the whole well, no, fucking documentary. He like when, at the end of the documentary, he did testify and he said, um, you know, I really cared for those tigers. Those tigers relied on me to take care of them and Joe killed them and when he killed the one, he said, "Oh, this was fucking easy. I can kill a bunch more. I should just fucking shoot tigers whenever." And he was just like, uh, "Like Can't, this look. guy really fuck like that guy, that guy Eric Cowie, he had a fucking tiger in his on his bed when they were interviewing him at the end. That was he, all props, He bro. was no, no. He that guy was drunk as fuck on the documentary at the end. Look, he dude. was drunk and he look. was he just laid back on his bed and he had a fucking tiger stuffed animal right okay, there. Okay. So so here's my analogy that people. That guy's all that guy's all fucked up just because of people, everything. People are not going to like it. What? Okay? What? But if you knew your neighbor was killing Jews and he was part of the Holocaust Ooh. and you did nothing, but at the, the very end, all of a sudden, you're like, I always knew he was your son, bitch. Bro, go fuck yourself. If you really cared about those tigers so bad and you was really, really scared and prepared for them, then you should have fucking turned him in and did something way back when. But the only time you testified on Joe or did anything was when the park was closed, Jeff Lowe told you to hit the fucking bricks, Mm -hmm. and you were fucking jobless and destitute like a fucking loser you always were. Give me a fucking... Cry me a river, you lying scumbag. The, I'm not saying Joe was fucking an, an, an innocent angel in all this, yes. but if you were really so just so sad for all this of them, you would have fucking done something way back when, but you didn't. You didn't, and you kept working there for another like ten fucking years. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you're wearing a lion shirt with a tiger fucking stuffed animal next to you. Dude, prop city. Give me a break. Anyways. Really? Much, you think that was props? 
I think that guy actually lives with a fucking lion. No. Um, or no. tiger stuffed animal. No. Because now no. none of those guys have all these tigers around them. They grew up in a zoo fucking with these animals living with them, loving them, taking care of them. Well, then they can go volunteer for Carol because she's such a fucking saint. Ah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Well, I'm trying this watermelon, dude. I'm oh, you got the it. watermelon now. Let me. I'm gonna open. I got lemon now, so I'm working my way down. Yeah, we're not gonna make the last one. I'm not gonna be able to chug this one and have another one right now. So my, you, oh, you just went straight for the watermelon. Yeah, right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna open up the lemon. We're ta- we're drinking uh, White Claw, by the way, everybody. You so. damn straight, because there ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. And Tiger King claws. I'm just saying, hand in hand, paw in paw, with the White Claw. <laughs> yeah, oh, buddy, I like it. Lem- lemon down. is. I don't think it's that bad. It's not great. It's not bad, but the the taste doesn't linger like it does with the tangerine. Do you have to let it linger? I wish I had that song. Do you have to? Do um, you have to? Running it down. Um, Dylan Passage is still married to him and everything. Uh, I read about that. Uh, Lauren Lowe, what, she got pregnant. Um, who knows? And the, hopefully her baby fucking had an illness and it died because... Fuck those. If, if that's that kid's parents, it mm. fucking stands no chance. Amanda Green, the federal prosecutor, the one with the short butch cut. Yeah. Um, she tripped on a fucking dildo and died. Good. Probably. Uh, let's see who else. Um, that's pretty much it. Everyone else is small. Joe's still in prison. Here, so. He is. Uh, he's very excited for all the fame and everything. I also heard he's trying to sue. Yeah, he's uh, got a $94 million lawsuit against... uh, It's not the FBI, but it's basically like the animal version of the FBI Mm -hmm. um, that brought the charges against him, and he found... Dude, look, they fucking railroaded Joe. Joe is a scumbag, and if he would have gone to prison for this, that, and the third, I would have fucking clapped it and been like, yeah, dude, he's not a good person. None of these people are good people. None of them. Okay, I got to run to the bathroom, but... um, while I'm doing that, explain the whole Cardi B. Oh, you're gonna make me talk about your, I, I got your it, bitch. I got it. I got all the articles right I here. I don't want to even need. I don't need any references. Okay, I, I think I want to be around for that. But um, what I'll wh- talk about something awesome. Okay, so you just go ahead and fucking drain the, um, the willy, and then let's roll. Let me see here. Tiger so, King. Look. Oh, the Tiger King. Where are they now? Um, so on, uh, no, what, USA we're not, Today? We're not, no, let you everybody know where everybody is now. <laughs> I want everybody to look it up themselves. <laughs> there, I want them to do like some where, work. Where is Carol Baskin? We have just given them seven hours crammed into a smaller Dylan. segment. We've fucking told them okay. all the importance, the ins, the outs, a lot of this. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and go to the bathroom, man. We'll move well, on. No, but, okay. Um, look, man, this is, is seven hours of your life that you'll be happy that you spent. Because, hmm. like, you watch a documentary, and like, like I said, you can tell from the passion that this is like they get you roped in. And every episode, I told you yesterday, you were like two or three episodes in, yeah. And you were like, "Do you want to do the podcast tonight?" And I go, I did. "No, no, I no." You and I go, "Bro, <laughs> you need to finish this thing because I've watched it almost two times through." I was, I was surprised you were like, "Oh yeah, dude, you got to watch that shit." Because I was like, "We could do it right now," but I'm on like almost on episode three. And I feel like this would be really good to talk about on the podcast. Oh, dude. I'm telling you. And it's not just us. Like, this is being talked about everywhere. Every sports talk show that I'm talking about, everybody's talking about Joe Exotic. They're talking about the Tiger King, his failed attempts as a country music singer. He's not good. He's, ugh. I saw somebody today said that this would be like if some trailer trash baby and Tim McGraw had a fucking child. 
or something. No, it was Dog the Bounty Hunter and Tim McGraw had a kid. It would be Joe Exotic. Um, you know, Joe Exotic had a rough life too, man. Like he always knew he was gay. First time he came out to his dad, uh, his dad made him shake his hand and agree that he wouldn't show up for his funeral because he couldn't accept the fact that his son was queer. Um, you know, Joe Exotic talks about in the documentary, he's got a Prince Albert. I mean, like this guy is just, he's, he's a fame whore. Um, and I think when they show some clips of Joe when he's younger, he actually really did give a shit about the cats and really did give a shit about the animals. I think all of the people in this documentary at some time in their life, and, and you can back me up on this or you can uh, tell me I'm crazy, Jeff, but I feel like Doc, Carol, Joe, all of the major players in this, at some point in their lives, they yes. really did love these big cats. They really were cat people. They loved them to death. Well, like, but like, like um, a lot of things, <laughs> money and fame got to their head, and that shit became more important than the actual animals. Because well, like Charles Manson loved his like cult followers too. You know, so. But these are like no, but like you see, like towards the very the last like couple minutes of the documentary, they show video of Joe going. They don't belong in cages. They oh, belong in young. Africa. When he was young, like Joe actually cared about him. And you, mm. when you see Doc, and he's got looks like he was a fucking uh, stand-in for this his Spinal Tap. He's got the long hair and the handlebar mustache. Uh, Mario says he looks like Yanni. Mm. Um, you know what I mean, like. At, at, at some point, all of these people, I think, really did care about the the cats. Like it was about them. But you can see through the documentary where their fame, their money, like that became way more important than the fucking tigers and the lions and the jaguars and all of that shit. Like their own personal egos and money and all that shit became more important than the tigers. And like, uh, Safi. The girl who lost her hand. Yeah. She says at the end, she's like, the fight between Joe and the fight between Carol and all of this shit that has gone on, like, and all the money that was spent investigating Joe, they're like, if all of that money was instead given to the cats that these people so claim to be uh, caring about, they could have done a real difference of saving these animals in their habitat. There are more tigers and big cats in captivity than there are loose and living free in the wild. And that's just the fucking harsh yeah. realities. Yeah, I saw that too. That was wild. Um and and, and look, let's be honest. Uh, Joe tells you that you can uh they ask him like flat out, like, how much would it cost if I just wanted a basic tiger? Like cub, a kitten. And they're like he's like, two grand. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought it would be a lot more expensive than that. Like, didn't you? Like two, two grand? grand? Yeah, that's not that much. Like compared and they to fucking ship that shit across the country for you like i thought that was kind of a steal um but like um then they said oh but then they get so big that people just release can't take them. care of them because you know? duh there was that part where it was like wild animals someone released a oh, shit ton dude, of but that dude was a fucking psycho so there was a guy in ohio mm -hmm. and he decided he was gonna let loose all of his wild animals yeah on the public that's so crazy. he just opened the <laughs> gates and was like fucking go get them kids and then instead of like, I thought that the government could have tranked all these animals they just and, shot and killed they them. killed 48 bears, cats, lions, tigers, all that shit, man. It was yeah. just really sad. I'm looking at the cat over there. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so um, 
But the documentary is great. We spoiled it for you guys. I hope you watched no, it. No, we did but, not, dude. I mean, still watch it, though. There's I'm, a lot look, dude, of shit. I'm telling you, man, Like it's seven hours in every episode. I told you, you were on episode three, and you're like, this shit's crazy. And I was like, dude, every episode it is ended, something new. Every episode ended, and I was like, okay. What I just saw is the craziest shit I'm ever going to mm-hmm. see, and it can't get crazier. Like, episode and th- three is about Carol Baskin killing her husband, and it's like, you didn't see that shit coming, and then every, episode four was like, back to the fucking zoo. Every episode was like, you can't get crazier than that. Hey, episode four, hold my beer. Episode five, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Episode six, hold my beer. Every episode just got more and more bizarre, crazy, twisted, and, and just insane. Um, so definitely check it out. It's 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 number one on Netflix. It's been number one yeah. for like a week. And you've seen the memes by now. You've seen the memes. Look, all, just dude, get half the, the people on my Facebook are just fucking posting memes about it. Now you didn't want to talk about Cardi B, but basically Cardi yeah, B. I'm gonna let you talk about. I'm, it. I'm gonna just like summarize. So basically, Cardi B must have fucking watched the documentary because she's a fucking piece of shit like me, and she just loves watching Netflix. Um, and she was just like, I'm going to make a fucking, uh, uh, a GoFundMe to free Joe. And then GoFundMe was like, no, you can't fucking do that. That's against the rules. And then she said she was just playing about it. Uh, she said she wants to start a GoFundMe. Then she said she was playing. Um, let's see here. Let's, let's read the, the, uh, billboard article. If I can get that shit to load. Um, like the rest of us, Cardi B has been super into uh, Tiger King and, uh, like the rest of us, knows Carol Baskin did it. In a series of since-deleted tweets, she deleted her tweets, apparently. The rapper vowed to, apparently she's a rapper now, uh, launch a GoFundMe account to free Joe Exotic, who in prison or who is in prison after a jury found him guilty in a murder-for-hire plot to take down Baskin as well as some animal-related crimes. After TMZ shot down her idea, uh, noting that GoFundMe doesn't allow fundraisers in defense of inmates convicted of violent crimes, Cardi tweeted that she was joking about her whole free Joe Exotic movement. OMG, I was just playing, she wrote before adding, I do love him, though, and he def needed better representation. Oh, here, kitty kitty. <laughs> oh, she wrote like a, like 20 O's, the letter O. Um and then here, kitty, kitty. Anyways, so that was it right there. Did Cardi <laughs> say something, too, about what's closing everything down? Um, I don't. She she talks about everything that's current. So did, did she have anything to say about this particular virus that we're dealing with? Uh, Cardi, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> Coronavirus! That? Is that what she, that's what she said. Uh, she had a song that went with it, too. <laughs> And, she just, and then the fucking the DJ kicks in. You hit that shadow. And then fucking the beat's about to motherfucking drop right now. Oh, go. oh, twerk, twerk, oh, get it, get it. What in the fuck is this song? Fucking song, motherfucking Cardi B singing this shit on the fucking mixtape. And I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm White not a Claw, fucking rapper. Tiger King in the house. White Claw, drink it up as I sip in my cup. And then I go to take a piss because I drank too much White Claw. Watermelon is the best fucking flavor of all the hot seltzer. Bud Light, fucking take your strawberry and shove it up your ass like a motherfucking cherry. <laughs> Yes, that's us rapping, folks. <laughs> never do Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, that was good shit, dude. 
Um, but yeah, man, fucking Cardi B, dude. She's always relevant, dude. Not really. Always relevant. She is the wart on the dick of America. Wart on the dick, as it were. She is. Well, what else do we have? Do you we know, have, we have other stuff other than. I think we do. We have we have one more thing. Let's we do. Oh, dude. There was this article I read about this fucking mega church pastor. And what? uh they're 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 talking about like oh coronavirus, blah blah blah, everyone fucking stay in and all this shit. And there's this mega church in uh Tampa, this pastor. He got you know, arrested. You, you know what else is in Tampa? What? Carol oh, motherfucking no. Baskins. Yeah, a good fucking segue here. Yeah. Uh Tampa megachurch pastor arrested after leading packed services despite safer at home orders. The pastor of a Tampa megachurch is facing charges after refusing to close his doors despite a safer at home order in effect in Hillsborough County meant to stop the spread of COVID-19. The sheriff says up to 500 people were in tents at Pastor Rodney Howard Brown's Sunday services. What do you think? Fucking crazy, right? So here's what I think. Before restaurants, before nail salons, before retail, before everything that has been shut down due to this coronavirus, as Cardi B would say. Coronavirus! Schools, all that shit has been shut down. But what was the one thing that has not been shut down? And you two motherfuckers need Jesus. And that's why it hasn't been shut down, is churches have been gone <laughs> to the fucking wolves. Literally, they should have AIDS. been they should have been the first people to say, listen here, we don't want to spread AIDS or coronavirus. So, okay, okay, so So churches should have shut the fuck down. Large and, gatherings of people. I'm sorry, yes. You can fucking read your Bible at home. I'm not religious. I don't give a fuck if you are. It's fine. Read your just, Bible at home. Just stop the spread. Here's of the, <laughs> I gotta get the, and, just the coronavirus. And, and part. like, here <laughs> is the the fact of the matter, right? Uh-huh. Is that these churches claim to care about people, yet they're putting people in danger and ignoring these orders by putting them together. Now, I can't say the church because I don't know the name. Otherwise, I would say it because I don't give a fuck. Hills, but there is a Hillsborough. There is a, no, no. There is a local Tucson church. Oh. <laughs> uh, my buddy who watched the uh, Tiger uh, Tiger King with me yesterday, we were talking about the coronavirus and churches and this and that. His brother goes to a church. They had a confirmed case of somebody in their church mm. having here in coronavirus. Tucson? Here in Tucson. Here in Tucson. There was a there was a nurse that one of our buddies knows that had the corona here too and so that transcended the whole hey do you actually know someone that has the coronavirus well, i really don't it was like because no, i still don't i still don't, i don't know them personally. i still don't either someone okay so uh this is also another person of a person but it's uh, a nurse of another uh nurse that i know in that i play video games with they're like oh another nurse that i work with died because of the coronavirus and she was older she was 50 something and it was like wow okay uh so you know someone that passed away from the coronavirus so now it's it's getting closer it's it's a matter of time it's a matter of time till we know someone like someone that we know maybe is probably going to die could be me it could be me man fuck i mean i wash my hands i stay at home but it could be me we don't know we don't know but here's the fact of the matter. Okay, so this church how I do had a guy mm-hmm. confirmed case of convo- coronavirus. They did not shut down in Tucson, Arizona. In Tucson, Arizona, United States of they America. They had another 
fucking mass. And then oh, finally people God. found out about it. And then they were like, okay, we're going to do it at home now via fucking uh, Skype yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You should have fucking been doing that from the jump. They had some concert that was like, and they had a bunch of fucking people singing Imagine, fucking Will Ferrell and shit. I don't know. Dude, I don't want to hear Will Ferrell sing anything. Okay. Listen here, Will. You're a funny motherfucker. I just want to hear him say, um, what was that song you sang in uh, Step Brothers? Um, You're my boy, Blue. No. Love, 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 love. I can't sing because the the, the acoustics are bad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What movie was that? That that was Step Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, because he was the songbird of his generation. Uh But uh, there was also from uh, You're My Boy, Blue from Old School. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, I I close my eyes only for a moment, but the moment's gone. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. But, uh, yeah, man. So I'm just trying to stay alive. I'm watching fucking Tiger King, which is over. Mm-hmm. I got to find something new on Netflix. My buddy told me to watch the platform. That is my next mission. Is There's a, a lot uh, of streaming networks that are releasing a lot of content well, online. Well, now, look, it hasn't been made official. Like, but all of Stargate is, but, is on sci-fi now. But what I'm telling you mm-hmm. is look out for Black Widow. Being released on Disney Plus. Yeah, I heard Disney, about that look, too. Look, I was talking to my buddy about this last night too. Disneyland, Disney World, Disney, like all Disney theme parks, fucking shut the fuck down. Yep. They ain't making no money. All their movies getting pushed back ain't mm-hmm. making no fucking money. Disney all Plus. All that Marvel Universe that we fucking love ain't making no motherfucking money. All those movies money. we thought that were going to come out this year. But. Ain't happening. You start hitting that shit that way. Hey, well, so what they're doing is they're releasing content online and you can purchase it. But it's like $20 or something like that for a rental. And it's like, it's outrageous, but they assume. I don't think it's 20 for a well, rental. I think cer- it, you can download it certain for 20 one, Well, so, so here's what they, they, they their justification is that. If like you and like three or four of your family were to go to the movies and buy movie tickets, but that's not a justification because I'm not in a movie theater. I know I'm not buying movie tickets. Well, you I'm see in my, my TV room. and my soundbar. Well, your <laughs> shit looks legit, but I'm just saying, like, look, here's it's how still not a theater, here, here's how you need to do it. Okay, I'm overpay for popcorn and soda. Disney, let me hook you up. Okay, you just basically do it like this. You can rent it for like. Seven ninety nine. Okay, you watch it, stream it in your fucking house one time. Mm-hmm. Game over. One time or for twenty four hours? No, one time. Really? Seven ninety nine. I don't think they do that. They well, do it like well, it's a twenty four hour. Well, then okay, thing. then that's what they're gonna do. Seven ninety nine so for twenty four. Watch whatever. it over and over. Good for you. Okay. Or you or. make it nineteen ninety nine, and I can fucking stream it whenever I want. I own that bitch. Mm, okay. And you watch how much money you make, Disney, when people are stuck at home and they're fucking, you know, Arizona. Arizona's about to be stay at home at five p.m. tomorrow, yo. So uh, we're still gonna have the mixtape ambassadors, dude. Yeah, I know. Because I will break five, this. Five shit. o'clock tomorrow. We, I will did break. We talk it. about that, or we mentioned it in the beginning. But here's what I'm telling you: is guys, you have my word. Yeah. If I have to. Fucking sneak out of the house like a ninja late at night. Sneak over here, hide out, wait six hours for Jeff's lights to come on. I will puck. I will come here and I will make this episode next week. I'm not leaving you out in the dark. All right. I'm if not anything, we'll do it from our phones because I can. Well, I can patch you in. We can. But do, we're not going to do. We're that. not going to unless do that. one of us gets to the corona. Then we yeah. will patch it in. We will do this for the fans. We're not going to let you guys down. Everybody's looking for content right now, and you found it here yeah. at the Mixtape Ambassador That's why, that's why we pushed this episode a, a two-hour episode. <laughs> we're trying to hook you all up, okay? Yeah, you're welcome. 
Nerd! <laughs> you got anything oh, else, Jeff? That's all I got, brother. All right, man. Well, we will see you guys next time. Mixtape Ambassadors.